This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. The toll-free number for you is 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. And joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Meg. And Mark. And we invite you to our website. You'll find the features on the site are completely free. So head over there and enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Actually, the main feature allows you to control the content. So what you see in the main column of the site has been created by listeners just like you. So go and get interactive. You can edit, uh, you can add in new things to the site, new items, news items, maybe videos or blog posts. And then other people vote as to whether they like or dislike your suggestion. The most liked make it to the front page and the top of the website. Actually, the top story over at freetalklive.com right now is a follow-up. On something that we had covered not too long ago on the show, uh, out of I think it was Seattle, Washington, downtown Seattle, where a man was shot to death by a police officer because he was allegedly wielding a knife. Well, it turns out he wasn't wielding a knife; he had a knife and he was using it to whittle. And not exactly a big knife either. He wasn't even actually, um, I, from what I understand, not even whittling at the time. The knife was apparently closed. And so this cop gets out of his car, and the video footage has now been posted over at freetalklive.com. You can't actually see him uh, put bullets in this man, but you see him walking off the screen. You hear the audio of uh, what is happening, and he basically tells the guy to, to drop the knife. And because he doesn't, after he's told to like two or three more times, literally it's a, a span of seven seconds between when the cop gives him the first order to drop the knife and riddles him with bullets. Now... Nobody. Turns out the guy has, uh, you know, like he's he's partially deaf and has uh, headphones, and had headphones in. Headphones in. He couldn't hear the guy. I mean, like, yep. I, now I thought it was that he he was actually deaf and the headphones were to show people that he couldn't hear. That's what I, um, you know, the understanding I got. I'm not sure about that, Mark. Um, but nonetheless, he couldn't hear and was was murdered uh, by this police officer. And of course, the cops would have you believe that this guy was doing his job and that he did the right thing. But nobody in the area seemed to be concerned. There was a you can see in the footage is a woman crossing the street, probably not more than a few feet away from what transpired. Um, You'd think if uh, there was a guy wielding a knife uh, about to uh, slay an officer with his uh, four inch whittling knife that she uh, wouldn't be walking in that direction. It's like she might be at least looking. Yeah, she's not really barely even she only notices after the cop blasts the guy uh, that'll that'll catch your attention bullets so anyway that video's up you can see that at freetalklive.com but what i wanted to talk about tonight was uh prohibition and i don't mean the typical prohibition like prohibition of drugs certainly we've covered that plenty of times on this show uh, and we've we've shown over and over again how it is that prohibition has unintended consequences that in many cases when you prohibit a uh, product or service or you prohibit a behavior that a lot of times the uh, the product or service continues on it, uh, it, it in, in the case of drugs it gets more dangerous uh, more expensive it, it, that's true it gets a lot more expensive by thousands of oh, percents yeah. The uh, the risk factor increases in doing business in those areas because you're dealing with criminals and there's just there are so many reasons to end prohibitions and maybe well, aren't all laws prohibitions to some extent no no the, all the, laws are prohibitions well I mean some laws say you have to pay people they have to pay the government for that's a prohibition okay. for a free service I guess I'm talking about criminal uh you know laws on criminal you know prohibitions make things criminal uh, to do. And, um, you know, all laws like murder, rape, uh, you know, all those things are prohibitions against certain behavior, right? Okay, that's that's true. Um, and, but then again, prohibiting murder doesn't really increase murders, uh, from what I can tell. But 
the point I want to make is on products and services, the prohibition of products and services, uh, that there are, are some things out there that some people will just take for granted and they'll say, oh, yeah, of course that needs to be prohibited, like, say, drunk driving or child pornography. But when you actually dig into these issues, you find out that maybe the prohibi- uh, prohibition is making these problems worse. And if we get a chance, we'll get into that. But uh, folks already have some thoughts and comments, and you're certainly welcome to bring up anything you want at 800-259-9231. Stephen is in Huntsville listening to WBHP. Hello, Stephen. Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? I'm not saying, I, mean, I love your guys' show, but I have to say I really disagree with you. I, you know, I'm a, actually a, a police officer, and, and I've been a police officer for 15 years. And uh, some of the things, you know, kind of telling people not to – to open their doors or not to do things. I mean, you guys got to look from our side how we do. You know, we're out there. I mean, sure, there's bad cops, but, you know, when I go up to a situation, you know, and I'm dealing with something, you know, I have no idea what's on the inside, whether there's guns, whether every time you pull somebody over, there could be someone that could shoot you. I mean, it's uh, – it's a, it's a, you got to look at from our side. Well, I, I guess the advice that we give folks um, is, you know, say don't – you know, the advice that you, you mentioned there is don't open your, your door. And I can see there's some value to it. What would be the benefit if somebody didn't call you to opening their door to you when you knock on the door? I mean, usually a lot of times, you know, our procedures are, we you know, when we knock on the door, we say, you know – uh, you know, Huntsville Police Department, so they know who it is. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So it's a situation where, you know, if they've done nothing wrong, they open up the door, you know, then they're Prisons. good to go. But, you well, know, if they've done nothing wrong, why are you there? <laughs> no, I mean, you're talking about like if there's somebody there that, you know, that we think that there's. I think one of the, you know, one of you guys was saying, you know, that uh, back in the day they were, you know, somebody in their apartment, they were looking for somebody else. Uh, that's what I'm saying. You know, it's like if you if you're looking for looking for somebody that you think that may be in there. That's what I was, you know, commenting on or whatever. But, no, yeah, usually if we're going somewhere, we know something is wrong for sure. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I, I guess that's the point um, that, that this, uh, you know, that I'm trying to make here is that if you didn't call the police and the police come to your door, there's probably no benefit to you as an individual, and that's what we're talking about here, okay, to opening so that so you're door. you're trying to, like, help the criminal and not help the cops. Then. Well, I think that, I think that, the, uh, I think that Washington, D.C. And, lo- and the local state capitals have done a really great job of helping the criminals by creating an entire criminal class out of people who have harmed no one. Yeah, oh, see- I mean, I agree. There's, there's, I mean, coming from a cop, yeah, there are other cops that are, quote-unquote dirty cops and cops that abuse the system absolutely but so how do we know probably about 90 percent of us are not i'm i you know i i'm not um you know i think that there's different categories of what somebody might consider to be uh corrupt or not but um what like if, if for instance i've got myself a freshly packed bowl on my uh um you know the, my coffee table maybe you just started smoking it too yeah, maybe maybe it's still still blazing why in the world would i open the door for you Right, well, then then that gets into all you know all argument of whether or not you should or you shouldn't smoke smoke dope or whatever. No, right? no, it's yeah, not should know. or shouldn't. It's whether or not I'm going to get thrown in jail by the guy knocking on the door, and whether or not it's that guy's job knocking on the door to throw me in jail. You see, there's a class of people who wear badges who whose job it is to throw people in jail. More than fifty percent of Americans have smoked pot. That means that more than fifty percent of Americans are criminals in the eyes of these people's, uh, you know, in their eyes. 
You know, Stephen, uh, maybe you're one of the uh, the better cops out there. It sounds like you, it. That when you pull over somebody and you find a bag of weed, you ignore it or you just confiscate it and you don't arrest somebody for it. There are certainly a lot of cops out there who will who will use discretion on that issue. Uh, but generally, if the cops are knocking at your front door and you haven't called them over, then they're looking for a reason to. They're looking to find someone to put in a cage. That's typically what their what their intentions are. And uh, and I want to help people who haven't harmed anyone else. I want to help those people avoid being put in a cage. If you've actually, you know, if you're actually going after a criminal that has, say, committed murder or just committed an armed robbery or something like that, arson, where somebody has actually been harmed. They don't knock on the door. Uh, you know, if you're after those people, then I got no problem with you doing that. But my problem is that right now in this country, over 1.5 million Americans per year are arrested. And that usually means some time in a cage. Uh, down the line, maybe they'll be convicted and spend more time in a cage for things like having a plant in their pocket or having some uh, some other chemical uh, on their person or doing something else that's completely – it doesn't bring harm to any other individual. And, and my concern is there are a lot of cops out there who are going to arrest people for having chemicals and having plants. And I want to help those people not go to cage, cages because that ruins lives. It destroys uh, their ability to hold a job. It destroys their family. It's a huge tax burden too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So do you see where I'm coming from? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, and and me saying this, you know, it, uh, there's a lot of times the attitude has everything to do with it. I can, you know, there's sure. several times when I've I pulled somebody over, and you know, if they if they're bowing up on me and uh, you know wanting to give me you know this great attitude, then usually, yeah, there's a more, better chance that if I see something laying over in the seat that uh, their day is going to be I'm bad. Gonna, yeah. Right, <laughs> so, right. so I mean, you know, so maybe do it for my. So Stephen, thank you. I, I appreciate you being and, out there. And I think from a cop that's out there. Uh, the thing I would say is, uh, you know, just watch the attitude. Stephen, call us anytime. Feel free to give us your thoughts. I appreciate hearing from you tonight. More coming up. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Lil Drums. Every bit as fun as a full-size Nestle drumstick cone and definitely cuter. Visit us at drumstick.com. Vacations are all about family time, but you don't have to leave home to have fun. Take one weekend a month and devote it to family activities. Pull out the board games and puzzles, serve up some treats, or have a picnic. Even without leaving home, you'll feel like you've really had some time away. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program, and you can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that you'll find there completely free. Features like the mobile site. If you've got a smartphone, go to m.freetalklive.com. Quick access there uh, to the streams and the podcast m.freetalklive.com get your liberty message out to thousands of people a month for fractions of a penny a piece do it from the back of your car with libertystickers.com they have hundreds and hundreds of different liberty sayings you can check them out and let your voice be heard at libertystickers.com also libertystickers.com will do custom stickers for your business 
for your band, uh, for you know whatever it is you want to advertise from the back of your car. It's LibertyStickers.com. You know, if you want to know how good these Liberty Stickers look, you can get a free Free Talk Live bumper sticker. We had the Liberty Stickers do those for us. And you can get a, uh, learn how to get one of those over at promote.freetalklive.com. It's simple. You just you know give us a, a self-addressed stamped envelope. You send one of those to us. We shove a bumper sticker in it, drop it in the mail, and it comes back to you. So not only will you have a cool Free Talk Live bumper sticker, but you also get some idea of the, uh, the quality level that you can expect from the folks over at Liberty Stickers. 800-259-9231 is the number here. Just uh, quick, quick further thoughts in response to what Steve said. Because, Mark, you, ma- you made a point during the break that I thought was really worth pointing out on the air. We didn't have a chance to do it while he was on. Steve had called in, or Stephen had called in from Huntsville. Hunts- Seems like a really nice guy. Huntsville police officer. And he's concerned that we're helping the criminals by you know, telling them, giving them tips like, don't answer the door when the police come. Yeah, I know. They do it in the movies, and they do it on every TV show, and they do it in cops, but you don't have to. And, in fact, if you don't answer the door, it's uh, much less likely that they're going to put you in handcuffs and uh, take you away to a cage. Because in a lot of cases, the cops are looking for a reason to put somebody in a cage. They're, they're not in there to case, serve you. In some cases, they're forced to do it. In, in some cases, if, you know, if they're called to a domestic dispute, they have to take somebody off to jail. Mm-hmm. But if you don't open the door, then there's nothing that uh, no can dispute. be done there. <laughs> Uh, if, if they, they want to come in, yeah, they're going to come in right. anyway. If they have a legal right to come in your house, believe me, the door is a heck of a lot cheaper to replace than whatever you have to pay on that attorney. And yeah. the point that I made to the officer, asked him, I guess, was, um, you know, what is the benefit to me to opening the door? And he, he kind of sidestepped it with, oh, well, if you haven't done anything wrong, which is, of course, the first thing that they say. Define wrong, because for me, it's only wrong if I hurt somebody or if I damage somebody else's property. But according to the law, there's all kinds of things what that law? are wrong. What law? How, who could possibly know the law? Oh, I, I don't. Mean, and they don't could, either. A man could spend four lifetimes trying to read the laws just for his city or town and, and the state and the, the federal government, just the laws that affect him in one specific geographic area. If he steps out of that geographic area, moves to another state, he's got to start all over again. That'll take yeah, another crazy. two lifetimes. And the you cops just don't can't know. know the law. Yeah. The cops don't know either. There have been times up here where the cops have actually held somebody on the side of the road and said, well, hold on, I'm going to go check and see if you're breaking any laws. And they're gonna, they are got to go and like call their buddies and see if they can figure out if there's any law that's being oh, broken. Yeah. We've had them actually go and print out the laws for us because you know they were just so confused with it and we were confused with it. And so we're like, well, go find it, print it out, bring it back, bring it and, back we'll and we'll see. look at it together. Yeah, but we'll, even we'll go if, over it. Even if you can go over it, even if you and the cop are looking yeah, at the same words. You can interpret it so differently. Right. The interpretations are what matter and yours doesn't matter and uh, only the people in the, br- the black robes interpretations matter. But he never really answered your question directly as to what the benefit was to opening the door for the police. The answer is nothing. The answer right. is if you haven't called the police then there's really no benefit to opening the door. If you might be harboring a criminal, you either know you are or you know you aren't. So mm-hmm. you don't need to open the door. If you are harboring the criminal, you shouldn't harbor bad people that have harmed someone or stolen things, you should turn them in. But if you aren't, then you're still no benefit to opening the door. And it could very well be that, uh, you know, something something bad happens in the exchange with the officer. The, the jails are full. I don't mean all people in jail are innocent, but the jails are full of people who didn't do anything. You know what, yeah. Mark? If, if there were if there were a, one significant change that were made to the police... I would have no problem opening the door every single time they came. And what that is? If they were actually peace officers as opposed to law enforcement officers. If they were people who were out there only 
for the specific purpose of keeping the peace. And by that, I mean bringing people who've harmed others to justice and stopping some sort of, you know, if there's a bar fight or something like that, to come in, to separate the parties, to, you know, take everybody home and to to restore the peace. If that were the case, then we wouldn't have these malum prohibitum laws. We wouldn't have the malum prohibitum is like a, a prohibition on having a, a plant or a chemical or you know things that you can't have and things that you can't do because the the because the legislators have said so. Not because it's wrong, uh, not because it's harming anybody, but because they have said this is bad and we have made it illegal. If those laws didn't exist, then I would have no no reason to be concerned with talking to the police because I know I haven't hurt anybody, and so therefore maybe they're investigating. Investigating somebody that was, you know, shot down the street, and they want to get people's, uh, you know, thoughts on what happened. Maybe they saw, maybe I saw something, and they need to know about that. If I know there's, you know, no chance they're going to arrest me for having a, a bong uh, on the, you know, in dis- on display in my living room behind me, then I got no problem opening the door and saying, yeah, somebody ran down the street you know, uh, five st- minutes ago. I, 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 if if that would be a big change, uh, agreed. But let's not forget the prison industrial complex as it exists. The United States incarcerates more people than any other country on the planet. Other, if you don't count, like, say, uh, North Vietnam, where everybody's incarcerated. And it's because of those malum prohibitum laws. Right. Well, it, it may very well be. I, I think that that's true. But the fact is, there uh, there's a huge industry behind incarcerating people. And I, I'm sorry, I don't intend to make plastic chairs for 80 cents an hour for Kohl's or, uh, you know, Walmart or wherever. No, Walmart actually doesn't buy. Uh, but there are there are many uh, stores that do buy these things. I, I have no intention of but, being your, your slave labor. Sure. But that prison complex has been built on the back of the war on drugs when you look at the numbers the numbers of people in federal just in federal prison alone is something like 50 or 60 percent in there for so-called drug crimes and uh, so they're expanding based on these malum prohibitum laws let's go to your thoughts uh, you can share whatever you want with us here derek is on the line listening in charleston uh to wsc fm hello derek hey guys how are you hey what's on your mind tonight I just want to comment on that police officer's call no one kind of commented on some of the things he said I mean, he sounds like a good guy and all but you know, it, it struck me as odd that for him, what was going to be. Mm-hmm. Hello? I think we lost that call. Maybe he could call back. Oh, yeah. oh, he is there. Go ahead. Sorry about that. Um, the thing that bothered me about him was that he kind of seemed that um, it was all based on the person's attitude as to whether or not they were breaking the law. Hmm. It kind of struck me as odd. Well, I don't think it was breaking the law. It was just how severe he was going to be if he found a small or uh, non-victim crime. His emotional state kind of judged whether or not he was going to lock somebody up or not. It's a true statement. It's an honest statement on his part, no doubt. Right. It's an honest statement. It shows it shows that cops are human and they aren't um, and that laws and that we aren't a nation of laws. We are a nation of men, um, you know, that are enforcing, you know, rules on paper in an arbitrary fashion. And it's it's absolutely true. I think that everybody understands that if you uh, if you confront a police officer in an aggressive manner, things are going to go poorly for you, you, especially on your traffic stop or something like that. I mean, I think mostly people understand that but um you know yeah, don't be a dick and that applies well, to the I don't, cops I, don't, I mean if somebody you know i don't understand why they should be you know if i can get into an argument with an average citizen why can't i get into an argument with an officer because they have a gun because they are morally superior yeah, and they have the, <laughs> yeah. they the have government a, has decided they are better than you they have metal bracelets and <laughs> they can just kid- allowed they can kidnap you with no consequence to them if they are they, the you know, government and you're not if it's overturned yep. later derek thanks for the call <laughs> appreciate hearing from you 800-259-9231 take control this is free talk live 
MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zempax, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com this is free talk live you take control of the airwaves and dial in toll free at 800-259-9231 that's the sickle cai toll free line 1-800-259-9231 you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and you can enjoy the features on our site, including the bulletin board system. Get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners at bbs.freetalklive.com. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. Christmas is coming up. You might have a couple of Christmas parties left. Certainly there's some uh, some, some folks at uh, Christmas dinner that would enjoy George's famous baklava. I'd have it ready for New Year's, personally. It's <laughs> awesome. It's, it's good anytime. Yeah. It's a walnut pastry with over 50 layers of melt-in-your-mouth phyllo. All the ingredients are premium and natural to ensure only the best taste. It's the perfect holiday treat for any party or uh, friend with friends, family, or coworkers. It's shipped in a special container, Priority Mail, so it gets to you fast, fresh, and delicious. If you order by midnight on Monday, December the 20th, uh, that'll make sure that you have it in time for Christmas. And you can go check it out at mandrik.com. That's M-A-N-D-R-I-K.com. There's no C in mandrik. Mandrik.com. As we continue here, ladies come first on Free Talk Live. So let's talk to Donna, listening in Charleston, West Virginia, to WVTS. Hello, Donna. Hello. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Okay. Back in September, my son and I found some meth-making supplies in my stepdaughter's bedroom. Oh, boy. They were left there by her husband. She was incarcerated, so she was innocent. We called 911 because we didn't know what to do with it. Oh, my God. That was a mistake. (laughs) No joke. They came back 24 hours later and arrested my son. They were verbally abusive. They threatened me. They threatened to shoot our dog. Oh, jeez. They tried to make my mother stay in the living room. She's 86 and has Alzheimer's. You would be... She doesn't really want to stay anywhere in particular, does she? She wants to go where she wants. Well, when they threaten to shoot her dog, when she gets upset, she leaves. And they didn't like that very much? Not at all. So they weren't very friendly then? They weren't... Uh, you didn't feel like you were protected and served by these men? Not at all. Yeah. And was that your first uh, real experience dealing with the the police, besides maybe getting pulled over or something like that? Absolutely. It was a, it was horrible, and it's ongoing. They are harassing me. Really? Oh, yeah. For what? Uh, little, little stuff, different stuff. I had a vehicle that was being repaired in my driveway. Mm-hmm. They um, threatened to have it towed off because... It wasn't, they didn't have a sticker on it. My son, my son, who they threw in jail, was working on it. Right, so it doesn't matter if it's on the road or not. They just, uh, they get upset because it's not stickered, even though it's in your driveway. This happened to me. Um, I had a BMW that I didn't have the, uh, the the plate on it. They came by and put a junk car notice on it. I mean, it's, 
This this vehicle had the legal plates on it. It just didn't have an inspection sticker. And people like Stephen, the cop that called earlier tonight, wonder why they aren't liked by folks. And it's, you know, people are are putting folks into groups, and they shouldn't. There's good cops. There's cops that that aren't so good. But I'll tell you, the bad ones certainly give them a bad name. But even, Mark, the so-called good cops are still out doing revenue collection. They're, still they're, they're just the face of all the awful tyranny that's coming from the lawmakers. And so, you know, when people get fed up and go off on people, who do you think is going to get the grunt of the people's rebellion? It's going to be Absolutely. these faces. Absolutely. Donna, thanks for your story tonight. I'm sorry to hear it, and I'm glad your dog's still alive, because you'd be surprised. people whose dogs aren't. You would be surprised how many people's dogs have been just murdered by the police because they can do it and get away with it, and it's no problem, and it's just a story after story of uh, these police just coming into people's homes or, or even just walking through their backyard, and, and uh, they always claim they're so scared by the dog, and therefore they have the right to shoot, and so as long as you scare the police officer, uh, they can blast away, uh, blast away your dog and it's well, so sad this, this one homeowner had uh you know video from their house where the uh the cop comes by to, i guess to ask directions the dog runs out and he shoots him right there thanks for the call donna i appreciate hearing from you and i'm sorry that i'm sorry that people have to find this out the hard way and yeah. that's how it happened for her you you go through your life you you get raised in this governmental system likely going to a government officer school officer ollie used to come to my school it was a little hand puppet and they you know they, <laughs> the police would bring it by and officer ollie would talk to you yeah well yeah right your your police officers are your friends you're taught and then down the line when the police start arresting your friends for things that have never harmed another person you might start to question well wait a minute what's going on here and then if uh, the government is too big too intrusive too arduous too large who is it that's the frontline soldier in the war again from the government to the citizen? I, I really just, I, you know, I mean, you have to ask that. It's the police. I, I know that there's guys out there that are trying to do their best, but... Then stop enforcing bad laws. Know, if I'll you're... tell you what, um, I, I worked in a, uh, you know, I worked with some law enforcement officers and the good ones ignored what the bad ones were doing. Well, well, they have to. Yeah, if they don't, then they're going to end up getting you know targeted. They're going to end up with... They did not want to see whatever it was the bad ones were doing. See no evil, speak no evil, hear no evil. Let's continue with your thoughts. Uh, Barbara is on the line listening to KUSA up in Yakima. Hello, Barbara. Hi. Hey, what's on How your mind you today? this evening? Just super. Go ahead. Um, well, uh, I like to whittle, uh, and I have many little knives, and I carve, and I'm deaf in one of my ears, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I wear thick glasses. So I guess on a bad day, uh, I could be distracted and be in the same shoes as that man listening to the iPod that I heard about earlier on the radio. And it's, it's, it's frightening as a citizen, but I'm empowered because I have a right as a citizen to fight back on it and on behalf to not let this man's this person's memory and other people like him um, go in vain. Well, how do you fight back? Well, well, let's have a peaceful protest. Like, let's set it up right now live. I'll, I'll meet someone at Starbucks tomorrow at 11 o'clock in the name of peace for my country because I'm tired of my laws being taken away. The lawmakers don't make the laws we do. And we support them no. when we need them, and then we kind of crunch them down when they come against us. When did us. you make a law? I don't make laws. I don't want to make laws. I mean, the, the lawmakers are the ones that do that, and they keep making them. Well, we can stop that, and we have every right to. It's our country. How? 
They're just giving guardianship over us. But the point is that there's more of us than there are of them. That's true. I'll agree with that point. Uh, However, most of us aren't willing to do anything about the problems. She is, and hey, look, if she wants to if she wants to go to Starbucks tomorrow, have a protest for peace, I'm all for it. No, I'm all for that too. That's great. I just don't I don't think that's going to do much in the long run. Uh, mm-hmm. people have been protesting police violence for a long time. Mm-hmm. They've tried to uh, hmm? Well, just I mean, what would you do if you just told people to do it? I mean they did it in that music video. I don't have online access out here in the boonies. You know that music video? <laughs> Remember that one? I'm not familiar. <laughs> what are you referring to? It made a statement on T I saw it on T V on a commercial or something, or on T V on some show. But the point is that people did something to that meant something to us as a people, as a nation, as one nation. Uh, many people's yeah, but one nation, United States. And our lawmakers are cramming their values or i don't know they're doing bad things to all people that is true there's a lot in there that's a little confusing to me the talk about the nation and this and that but uh but there's no doubt that the people that call themselves lawmakers are doing Mm -hmm. bad things to people who have never uh, harmed another person but the first sociopathic narcissists that uh, decide that they that they know best what everyone else should do right the frustrating part about it all is there usually are very little in the you know very little in the way of consequences for these men who call themselves the police that in and some women, uh, they call themselves the police to go around and hurt people. Sometimes there are settlements made. We talked earlier this, uh, and thank you, by the way, uh, uh, Barbara, for the call tonight. Sometimes we'll hear about a settlement that's made to someone who's a family member of somebody who's been murdered by the police, like the 92-year-old woman that was shot to death uh, in Atlanta, or the the the, uh, the man, the former Marine who was murdered uh, two, by the two police. Time, uh, a tour, two, two-tour veteran uh, who was shot on his uh, doorstep uh, for, for nothing. Nothing. I mean, there was just really uh, nothing. Shot by the police. or His wife was awarded nearly a million dollars, but it didn't come out of the police's pocket. It Nothing's, didn't come out from the, the police union. The guy that murdered him was promoted. Many times. Oh, that, that happens. Many times. Time. Yeah, many times they're given medals after they've murdered people who've never harmed another person. So what do you do about that? You can protest, but what's that going to change? Have you ever wished that you could buy, sell, and trade in silver in your community? Dell Valley Silver has a no-cost turnkey setup for you. You recruit six to eight businesses in your area to accept Dell Valley Silver rounds as barter currency, and your wish is granted. You get paid, and you promote the use of real money. This isn't like so many other silver currency setups where it's really just a system to sell high-priced rounds. It's a free market system based on Austrian economics. DellValleySilver.com. DellValleySilver.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Coming up tonight, we're going to give you a chance to win a two-pack of the Sack, but... You need to know what that is first. Yeah, you really do have to know what it is because most folks haven't haven't seen or used or heard of a tote sack. And if you want to see a tote sack, you can go to totesack.us. I'll give you that address here in a, again in a second. It is a 100% recycled retail grocery bag carrier. It's a you know plastic hook thing that you carry the groceries bags with, and you won't once you have one. 
you, you wouldn't you wouldn't imagine how much easier your life's going to be because you don't have to take the grocery cart back to the corral. You can just carry it all. It's so easy to carry your groceries with the Tota Sack. It's easy to take them from the car to the house. You don't have to make several trips. It's easy to drag groceries from the house to the boat or you know from the car to the boat or whatever. Go check it out. It's totasack.us, T-O-T-A-S-A-K.us. And I've got a pair, and I love using them. All right. So, uh, yeah, coming up, two-pack uh, could be yours. Stay tuned for that opportunity. You'll need a different phone number. It's not going to be the regular call-in line. The call-in line is 800-259-9231. And don't forget, you can help uh, Free Talk Live out by becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier. Just go to amp.freetalklive.com. And for as little as 3 bucks a month, we will uh, take that money and reinvest it into the show and get on more radio stations around the country, bring more Internet listeners on board, and expose new people to the ideas of liberty. You'll get perks like access to the amp-only call-in lines, amp-only forums, and more. Get the details, get signed up with any major credit card, PayPal, or some alternative options at amp.freetalklive.com. Now, we've had uh, discussions going on throughout the hour about the police, and we had one really sad story about a lady who found some meth-making equipment in her uh, daughter's room and figured she'd do the right thing and uh, call the cops. Turns out they decided to go ahead and arrest somebody as, uh, as a result of that, even though her daughter wasn't, uh, wasn't, wasn't she already in jail or something like that at the yeah. time? So they arrested somebody else uh, because they're not there to help you. They're there to put people in cages. If they don't put people I think in cages... most of them would like to put the right people in cages. But, but it's embarrassing to go somewhere and not get anybody, so... We got some meth equipment, nobody in jail. Well, they... W- <laughs> But, Mark, they, to them, you are the right person if you're a drug user because a lot of well, cops don't have a problem. Suspects lie, right? And so yeah. once you're a police officer and you hear enough lies, then a lot of talking, most people's talking, begins to sound like lies. Of course, cops are allowed to lie when they uh, are talking to you, by the way, when they're trying to get information from you. They're trying to come Son, up with- your partner just gave you up. Uh, you might as well go ahead and tell me what happened. Yep. Yep, that's why they s- split people up. When you get pulled over and you've got two people in the car, they split yep. you up and the they lie to you. The best advice, son, is get your attorney. Yeah, don't talk to them. There's no reason. There's nothing that you, you can that can benefit you from uh, talking to them. And I, I don't know that I agree with that. And I say, if you, I'm not sure, Mark. I, 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 I think that you won't know, and it's a difficult gamble to make, and I will concur with you and from a practical standpoint, but I think that from a philosophical standpoint that, uh, you know, like sometimes it's, uh, you know, you, don't, you won't know when, but sometimes it's better to talk. Generally, the more you speak, the more they have to gather right. on you, and the more evidence they have to right. use against you. When you take the group of people that talk to the police and the group of people that don't talk to the police, a larger amount of the people that talk to the police are in jail than people that don't. But the sad thing is it takes people, unfortunately, a personal experience to discover this about the police, that they are out there not protecting and serving you, but protecting and serving their masters in the state. That's who they're out to protect. They are there to protect their monopoly. They're there to protect the politicians. They're there to protect the people that they serve. And that's not you. You don't pay their bill. As much as are there, uh, they're, you're not the one signing their checks. Yeah, it's your money that's going into their checks, but that's because they're stealing the money from you. And if you don't pay that money, then the men with guns will come to your home and throw you out of your home. Yeah, and it's been getting worse and worse because, I mean, over the past few weeks, I've been getting more and more letters that, you know, have said, you know, I, I wouldn't be on the side of activists. I, I wouldn't support you guys, but I just went through this. So, you know, now I understand what you're doing and I want to help you and... It's just so sad that people have to come to it 
through those means. And I know? wish I had a better answer for folks than you need to move to New Hampshire oh, and get yeah. active with the Free State Project if you love freedom. Because having a protest, that's great. It's you know, Protests are useful from a socializing standpoint in that you'll meet other people. If you have an event like a, a protest against police violence or whatever the protest or demonstration is, you're going to meet other people of a like mindset. And maybe that'll lead to more brainstorming about other things that could possibly be done. Well, cop watch programs are done all over the United States. And we didn't we in New Hampshire didn't get it didn't come up with the idea. No, that's you know, true. It's, as I understand, they started in Berkeley, uh, California. That's and, correct. Um, you know, but that by the way, that in of itself uh, made me skeptical of hearing it the first time. Anything that comes out of Berkeley uh, scares <laughs> me. But um, I think that I think that, uh, you know, America, I think that all police officers in the United States, all government bureaucrats at all times should be susceptible to being filmed by United States citizens that pay their salaries. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is a good suggestion, Mark, for a personal solution to uh, police abuse. Having a camera trained on the police in public is going to do a lot to help keep you safer and help keep that uh, that cop in line and help keep them honest. Uh, But on the other hand, I think while it's better to have a video camera than not have a video camera... If you don't have, say, like a quick.com on your your cell phone, something that will allow you to actually stream that video live, there's nothing that will stop that cop uh, from snatching that camera from you and, uh, and confiscating it. Well, you could tell him that it's yeah. streaming live to the Internet. They don't know, uh, you know everything about all electronics. There's also the, uh, the, the, the black dashboard black box uh, cam that you can get from yeah, and hidden cameras cam. are getting yeah. much bigger on the market i mean you can get everything from watches sunglasses and they're necklaces, cheap now too yeah keychains well, this anything. one's on the, the you know the dash of your car so that you can just turn it on right there it's 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 in the display it's uh, at freedomcam.net true there are all kinds of solutions that can again help help you in an individual situation but the bigger question none of the cameras answer the bigger question about what can be done about these police because even if you have evidence on you know video footage of the cops being bad usually all that will do will help exonerate you from the charges so if the cop right, comes it generally doesn't it generally sometimes it will result in uh, the police officer being brought up on charges very but rare. it doesn't stop the overall endemic corruption and here's the reason the cop has to murder someone in order to be brought well, up on charges on charges camera. Um, <laughs> there's always sex charges, too. But the fact is that p- the police organizations are monopolies. Monopolies are, are, um, have always and traditionally been bad at customer service because they don't have competition. Competition in the marketplace would increase the level of service and you wouldn't have the, the, le- the, the corruption and the, uh, the, the unresponsiveness to customer demands. Well, but if you were to start your own uh, police protection agency and compete, right. they you would need tar- to legalize. They'd target you as a gang, a criminal gang, and you'd be well, arrested. Th- th- you, th- there are personal protection agencies, but uh, they do work under. Uh, yeah, but they can't the- protect you from the police. Well, aren't there now those um, like people who dress up like superheroes and actually go and fight crime? And like the police have been advised to, you know. Get aware of their local superheroes uh-huh. and stuff like that. There's the like, angle grinder guy. Did you see that video? Oh, no. But There's a guy that uh, has a cape and a mask, and I don't know what city it's in, but if you get a boot on your car, you call this dude up, and he comes out with an angle grinder, oh, and he's in, in, in a costume, and he just you know, cuts the boot right off the tire of the car. It's incredible. We need more of that. Yeah. Now, that's a real solution to uh, the violence of the police. But, but you know, forming uh, forming a police, what do they call them, the police uh, watch board or something like that. There's like a board in some cities, like in Atlanta, there's a board of citizens that is a police advisory panel or something yeah. like that, and there's 
they're supposedly keeping an eye on the cops and but that that doesn't do anything it just sounds like bureaucracy yeah it doesn't do anything so i think that the best thing we can do is get liberty-minded people together and if we do that, like with the Free State Project at freestateproject.org, where, uh, where thousands of like-minded, liberty-oriented people are coming to the same place and getting active for freedom, uh, if we get enough liberty-minded people together, we can repeal the laws through the system, uh, the, you know, the, the prohibitions. We can have people doing disobedience to bring attention to the bad laws. We can have non-cooperation, whereas we've, as we've found, uh, for instance, if people just take things like traffic tickets, Mark, you had a personal experience with this. You take like a, uh, a parking ticket to court Traffic tickets too, yeah. instead of just obediently paying it like most people do you'd say not guilty i'm going to court they're not going to spend the time that it takes to to prosecute you for a five dollar uh, parking ticket at least in some cases they'll uh, they'll drop the points on your license and only give you half uh, the fine or something like that they don't really yeah. care about the points on your license they care about the money that's really what it's all it's about government fundraising so if uh, they cared about if they cared about people speeding they wouldn't make deals they care about the money. Mm. They have line items in their budgets for tickets. But if people just want to keep going along to get along, then nothing will ever change. Is As long as people are ready to say no and start disobeying and non-cooperating with these people. And I don't mean they... disobeying by committing real crimes, harming people or anything like that. No, no, of course not. We're not talking about you know real crimes here. We're talking about all the things the government people have criminalized, have made into crimes that aren't in fact real crimes. By definition, a crime, in my opinion, is something that actually has a victim. Something that actually harms another person. Now, I realize we've been blathering on here. People have been waiting to chat. So, coming up on hour number two, your phone calls. You can bring up anything. 800-259-9231. Maybe you've got a better solution to uh, the police and their aggressing against peaceful people, which is what they do wholesale most of the day. Sometimes they actually deal with real criminals that have harmed others, and I appreciate them when they do that. Uh, more coming up. Hour two's next. You take control. This is Free Talk. You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts, attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal, but something seems to be missing. Stickers from LibertyStickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's LibertyStickers.com. But wait. There's more. You can buy Liberty Stickers wholesale. Get them for 99 cents each when you put 100 or more in your shopping cart in any combination. Sell them or give them away. They're great for gun shows, flea markets, fairs, outreach, and more. Earn extra money, promote freedom, and spread the word. Need custom stickers, labels, or decals for your organization or business? Liberty Stickers makes them. Go to LibertyStickers.com to order or call 877-873-9626. LibertyStickers.com, the world's most dangerous stickers. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free. The number is 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Meg. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features there. Free. The main feature allows you to create the content. So you see something online you think is pretty interesting, maybe a blog post or YouTube video or news article, you take it, you input it into our site in the submit show prep form. And then it'll show up on our website, and then other listeners can vote as to whether or not they like or dislike your suggestion. The most liked will make it to the front page and the top of the website. Meaning more people, including us, are more likely to see it and talk about it. Go to freetalklive.com. 
and get interactive. Right. Uh, How many talk shows give you the opportunity to decide what the uh, the topic's going to be on their website? None of them. Well, you're not, not really deciding what the topic's going to That's, be, Mark. You're... Help, you're, you're, you're Getting a you're, much better chance. Yeah, you're you're helping. Uh, you, what you're doing is you're you're promoting. I said help decide. Okay, I see. Just want to make sure. Like, there's no guarantee. But we did talk about the first story on the website tonight. The top story. That's what kicked off the show uh, last hour and has basically created all the conversation we've had since then. Is the uh, the police hurting people that don't deserve it? People who have never harmed another person being treated like criminals. And what, of course, continue to get your thoughts. Also, you're welcome to bring up whatever you want at eight hundred two five. Nine ninety two thirty one. Let's go to the phones and the fun. Dennis is in Huntsville, listening to WBHP. Hello, Dennis. Hello there. Yeah, you do. Um, well, you did ask a question a moment ago about uh, uh, what. What about the police? What What can you do? Well, I'll tell you. When I was a, a kid, you know, like that, uh, what we did, and I lived in a southeastern Michigan town. There's around six specific towns in that area, say a hundred mile distance radius like that, and, and we didn't have any police at all. The uh, Well, most of the population there was World War II vets, and when they came home from the war, they bought some real fun toys with them, too, if you get my drift. And they had this outlook on things. They would not allow any police. You know, for, for years and years there, uh, there my was town no crime. My town no doesn't crime have any at all. I, I, just, I just wanted to interject. My town does not have a uh, police force. Right. That, see, that's good. Now, all right, I mean, despite the idea we didn't have any police, for all six towns within that 100-mile radius, there was never any crime. No problems whatsoever. Now, in Nashville, Tennessee, I lived there for 10 years, okay, there's this area called Bell Mead. A lot of the, the folks that's in the country music industry, et cetera, politicians, live in this area. Well, they set up their own police department, you know, right there, and they gave orders to their own personal police department to keep the Nashville cops out if you have to shoot them hmm. to keep them out. And I mean, they said if you have to shoot these people to stay out of this neighborhood, then you have the right to do it, man. Wow. And I can tell I you one thing, that well. Bellmead Bell area right there, uh, like I say, I lived in Nashville 10 years. I've never seen any crime there, man. You know. Very interesting, Dennis. Anything else you want to share tonight? Well, yeah, I had something earlier, but uh, what you guys brought up the point about uh, innocent people suffering in this so-called war on terror. And I just wanted to bring this point up that uh, if, if you did a little role-playing and you looked at it from... The people over there, their point of view, pretend you're one of them. You've had your family destroyed or a loved one, something like that. Well, you're going to be a little uptight. Absolutely. But I do I do not agree with the idea of going after the innocent. That's not how I was brought up. If somebody wrongs you the way I was brought up, you deal with them directly. You don't, uh, you don't go innocent people. And that's what I think these uh, people should do. I don't call them terrorists. Actually... Looking at it from their point of view, I call them patriots and freedom fighters, man, you know. I see where you're coming from, Dennis, and I thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That's exactly what Americans would be calling themselves if the uh, the red Chinese had rolled in tanks into their city and set up some military base and then started bombing people's neighborhoods. And uh, if somebody went ahead and armed themselves up with some sort of countermeasure and went in and took out some Chinese troops, they wouldn't be called terrorists by their fellow Americans. They'd be called freedom fighters, Dennis is absolutely right about that that yet uh, when americans look 
over in the Middle East and they see people fighting back in their own home territory, they're called, uh, you know, insurgents and terrorists. Who is there to dispute uh, when you have a a few cadavers sitting in front of you? Who's there to dispute that that guy's a Taliban or that guy's a, uh, um, you know, uh, an Al Qaeda or whatever term it is? Because, I mean, they don't they don't wear name tags that say, I am a Taliban. This I mean, because to send soldiers to fight something that's not a war is going to turn out poorly. Let's continue with Bob, listening in Myrtle Beach to WRNN. Hello, Bob. Hello, guys. Hey, Bob. Uh, I just wanted to share my experience as a commercial fisherman up in the Chesapeake Bay. Uh, for about, I'd say, 20, 20-some years, I was awarded uh, probably on the order of 10 to 12 citations and uh, never ended up paying any fines. But it did cost me a lot in days off and this and that and the other. Now, who Mostly was issuing the, these citations? Some kind of marine uh, the younger, patrol? It was the younger Marine police, yeah. And uh, just from point A to point B, you can't do this. And uh, different rules on carrying gear and, you know, that type of thing. Now, the younger fellows uh, and ladies, they wouldn't speak to you. they just use the ink pen and write you a ticket, and that was it. Uh, the older fellows and, and, and women also, uh, they would talk to you and try to deal with you a little bit, but, uh, it did cost me a lot of money through the years. Um, and uh, now I was on the other side on land. We did have a few good cops there in Annapolis. Um, talking about back in the seventies, um, cousin, and I get pulled over and a little bag of weed, you know, and mm-hmm. he dumps it out on the road. No problem. Uh, they pull you over, you have a few beers in the cooler, they confiscate it. No problem. So I've seen both sides. I just wanted to share that with you. Thanks for that, dude. I appreciate hearing from you tonight at 800-259-9231. I still think it's a problem when they take things that aren't theirs and uh, trash them, but it's better than going to a cage for the night. In- indeed it is. You know, I, I want to point out that open container is not the same thing as drunken driving. Uh, just Montana just recently overturned its open, open container law. You, driving really? down Just meaning that well, I guess I should say that it just reinstated its, uh, its oh. uh, container law. So meaning that, uh, you know, driving down the road with a beer in your hand does not make you a drunk driver. Nope. It is sort of an unseemly act for some, and I, I get where they're coming from, but that doesn't make, that should not make it a jailable offense. Yeah, and I lived in Missouri for a very short time, and they have those uh, open container allowances, and there were places that you could go where it was strictly drive-through, and it was like a liquor you know, slushy or something like that, that you just get in a styrofoam cup and you drive around with your styrofoam cup of like Everclear. And it was legal. It was totally fine. Yeah. Is it still that way? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. In I Missouri. I, Missouri. Yeah. D- d- on Free Talk Live, we do not ask. give uh, legal advice. No, that's no. true. We don't, <laughs> we're not experts. That's for sure. That's why we're talk show hosts. 800-259-9231. As we continue here, uh, you can bring up anything. Ron, listening to WFLA in St. Petersburg, Florida. Hello, Ron. Hey, you're on the air. What's on your mind tonight? Oh, just uh, wanted to make a comment about the American government that um, I think the people have let the system down by not challenging the laws when they get arrested for small amounts of marijuana and whatnot. You know, I mean, it, it's sick to think that some girl is in prison for having some crack that she had in her vagina. I mean, how can people go and, you know... How can you have a crime going on in your underwear? You know that. I yeah. agree with you completely. People do need, and when you say challenge it, you mean right now most people, when they're busted for a possession of a pot or something like that or an open container, most people are just 
accepting whatever the penalty is. They're taking a plea bargain. They're taking a guilty uh, finding and uh, you know adding that to their rap sheet. And then they're paying. And then in many cases, if they're if they're too poor to pay it all at once, they're getting on a payment plan. And that means that they're paying a finance fee as well uh, to the government people because they got caught with some product that the government people don't like. And you're absolutely right. If people were to stop taking the plea bargains in a significant to a significant extent, I mean like five to ten percent of people, because right now it's probably like one percent that don't take uh, plea bargains. Maybe I may I may even be being very liberal with that one percent. Uh, but for the most part. You, the, the prosecutor can count on people to just say, oh, I'm so sorry. I'll pay whatever it is you'd, you demand of me. Uh, but I think I agree with you. You're saying stop taking the plea bargain, take the, the thing to court. And I, I would ba- doubt that most prosecutors even know how to prosecute a case anymore. Probably true. I mean, they're just the, the, the fact is that def- the, the uh, public defender, the public pretenders and the prosecutors out there, they really are nothing but paper shufflers anymore because so few people take these crimes. to. And to, they, to, when they to do trial. go to court, I mean, the judge is on their side to begin with anyway. So it's not like they have to work particularly hard. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, probably the best thing a, guy, a person can do is uh, check out Jurisdictionary. We'll tell you about it um, shortly, but Jurisdictionary.com. It'll Thanks, Ron. I appreciate the call tonight. Hey, you want to win a two-pack of the Toda Sack? Dial in right now at 603-435-1105. That's 603-435-1105. You'll get a two-pack of the Toda Sack from totasack.us. We'll take caller number seven. How does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me? This cruise isn't just a convention on the water, it's an unconference where the event is what you make of it. The boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, and much more. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey in November 2011. But you need to reserve your berth now. They're as low as $535, double occupancy. Go to cruise.freetalklive.com. Do it today, cruise.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want by dialing in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site totally free. So enjoy those on us. Uh, Again, that's freetalklive.com. And you can head over to the website uh, and enjoy the wiki with over 2,000 pages. Over 2,000 pages created by listeners like you. The entire wiki, almost the entire wiki, I guess not the front page, but everything else is pretty much completely user editable. So head over there to wiki.freetalklive.com and get interactive. Jurisdictionary.com. Have you ever considered taking your case to court without an attorney? Jurisdictionary.com is a course for people who don't have lawyers who have to know what it takes to win. And for people who do have lawyers that want to make sure that their uh, lawyers are doing what they're supposed to be doing. It works for plaintiffs or defendants. It costs less than an hour with any good lawyer. I've got the course myself, and it is a great course. It's so easy the average eighth grader could go through the complete four-CD course in a single weekend. You can get it at Jurisdictionary.com. It works for every state in the United States, uh, You know, Canada, England, Ireland, Australia, New Zealand, India, Puerto Rico. It's not just for traffic tickets. certainly works for that, too. But uh, go check it out, Jurisdictionary.com. If you've got a case coming up or you intend to take something to uh, court, Jurisdictionary.com will be of help to you. We continue taking your phone calls about whatever you want. Let's go to Kevin, listening in Pennsylvania. Kevin, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Meg, and Mark. Hello. Hey, Kevin, what's on your mind tonight? Okay, uh, I basically wanted to address uh, not only 
well, what they consider not only uh, encounters with the cops, but what actually happens to somebody once they're taken to jail. Okay. Go ahead. And uh, amongst other things, in the, in Philadelphia in particular, uh, they'll straight lie to your face about it, but basically you're subjected to a, a chemical libido suppressants in your food, um, will suppressants, uh, air that's deoxygenated to a point uh, to cause people to have less energy, and all kinds of things like that. You're saying these are the jail conditions, that they're putting chemicals in, the, in their food, in the food in the jail? Yes, definitely, especially libido suppressants. Now, where what do you have evidence of this? Saltpeter would be. It's it, it, you know it used to be common in jails. I, really? I it would be completely against the law to do something like that now. Oh, it's completely against the law. I know, but they do it right here in uh, Philadelphia. And what evidence do you have? Like I, like I said, they'll uh, lie to your face about it. I've experienced it personally. Well, what I mean, so your person, how do you know that you've experienced personally? What do you mean by that? Well, for one example. Uh, one of the juices they have there at uh, one of the prisons there. Can I say the name of it? Yeah. It doesn't matter to me. The prison? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, CFCF uh, has uh, some kind of libido suppressant in it that swivels the penis. Okay. And it's, you know, say, just to put this out there, it's not literally just me. You can really see this in other people, too. So it's not just me in particular being targeted with it. And it's pretty much common knowledge that that happens. I mean, there are are tens of thousands of people literally that have been to CFCF in that entire complex of prisons. Uh, there's like an entire like mile or so long complex of prison buildings here in Philadelphia. So, Mark, you and said this has been it, happening in the past? You know, well, for yeah, by past, I mean, you know, many decades ago that putting saltpeter into the, uh, you know, the food and that sort of thing was not many, unusual. Many, was this an attempt to, like, stop jail rape? To, hello? You're that? right here. Go ahead. As in many decades ago up to the present. Thanks for the call tonight, Kevin. Appreciate hearing from you. That's what I would guess, Meg, yeah. is that the, it's a, the, an attempt of some sort to lower the amount of sexual activity among the prisoners, right? I suppose. <sighs> yeah. I, I got nothing to say to that. I mean, what, you, you know, I need evidence. Well, I mean, what do you think about that in general? I, do I think it's – are you asking me from a philosophical standpoint? Yeah. Does it have a long-term, uh, long-lasting I couldn't effect? tell you. I am not a doctor. Um, I, I, think that, uh, I think that far fewer people should be in jail than are today, and I think that uh, you know, there should be far fewer laws, and I mm-hmm. think those laws should be enforced in, uh, in a you know, f- far more uh, – far different manner than they are today. So I, I really don't have an answer for what you're talking about. Yeah, if you've got a sexual predator, maybe it just makes more sense to keep him locked up and away from the other prisoners. Many sexual predators have the option of, of – chemical castration um, rather than, uh, you know, uh, you know, longer sentences. So 800-259-9231. Let's talk to Jan in Myrtle Beach listening to WRNN. Hello, Jan. Jan in Myrtle yes, Beach. Yes, how are you? Hey, how are you? Just super. You? What's on your mind tonight, Jan? Well, I just, I just wanted to convey a fact. You know, I was up in Conway, New Hampshire, and, you know, it's a good old, I was up there, lived there for five years. It was great. Mm-hmm. You know, live free or die. I believe in that, you know. Uh, we, were, we were tubing down the Saco River one summer. It was, you know, like hot out. And, you know, a couple of us had some beers in, the, in our tubes. And, you know, we're, we're not throwing any cans in the environment. We're being real good. And, mm-hmm. You know, you, you tube on down and you get down to a certain point and you'd get out where there was a, a bridge and everything. And we're all sitting, minding our own business, just sort of laid back. And, and here come the police. And, oh, man. Well, well, some of us have, have enough smarts not to get out of the tube and stay in the water. Well, one of the guys got out of the water, and, and don't you know, 
they slapped the cuffs on him, took him to jail, and he was, was it, I think, to be while in, intoxicated. You've got to be kidding me. No, <laughs> to be while intoxicated. So even in, the, even, even in the state of New Hampshire, don't drink and tube. So There's ludicrous. no other way to tube. Right? It sounds like a good time. I mean, these cops, they just don't like it when people are having a good time. That's really what it is. The fun police. Yeah, the, the, the politicians, they don't like it when people have fun, so they, they try to outlaw as much of it as they possibly can. Where is the harm, where is the victim in tubing with, a, with an open beer? That sounds Where's like a good time. Where's the fun in tubing without, without a beer? <laughs> but, but I'll also tell you, I lived in the state of Kentucky, and even when you live in Kentucky and you've got your own home and you're a homeowner, if you are out in your yard and you have a bottle of beer or you have a bottle of whiskey, they can arrest you in some of the dry counties. So if you go out of your house, you've got to make sure that you have your, if you have anything that's alcohol in a glass, because if you have that bottle, they will pick you up on your own property. Jan, thanks for the call. Those dry the, counties. Uh, that's crazy to me. All it does is makes uh, make drunk drivers drive farther. That's it true. It endangers the heck out of the uh, the average uh, you know member of the public. You're not just saying that, Mark. The studies have been done that prove that's uh, that's the case. And Jan, thanks for the call. The story tonight. There's no end to this. There's no end to the amount of regulations and stupid laws, as we mentioned before, the malum prohibitum laws, where these government guys just start uh, you know telling you what you can and can't do with your own body. You own you, or at least that's the way it should be. But these laws basically tell you that you don't own you. Well, the, <laughs> the fact is, I mean, if you look at the evidence, you don't own you. The government owns you. If the government didn't own you, it wouldn't be able to have income taxes. Uh, most most states have them, and the, certainly the federal government does. What is an income tax? It's a it's a it's a tax on your labor. So if if you work and they own a portion of your labor that they take it from you, what are you to them? A you're subject. Their, you're, you're, their, you're their slave. I mean, you know. The I, cops will call you a subject. Certainly, as far as the cops are concerned, you're a subject. Serf? I mean, but you they hate the it term. When you call them slave or servant? When you call, wait, who? When you call the cops servant, oh, they yeah. hate that. Well, it's because they're not. Yeah. <laughs> and they know it. 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Still time, plenty of time for your calls at 800-259-9231. You don't have to stay on topic. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. So uh, to the phones and the fun, we continue here in moments. 800-259-9231. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. Spark imaginations and free minds with an enjoyable graphic novel or webcomic from BigHeadPress.com. This holiday season provides a great opportunity to share a vision of freedom and how we'll get there. Inspirational and beautifully illustrated publications from BigHeadPress.com are great tools for sharing the freedom message with thoughtful stories that are extremely entertaining and a pleasure to read. You'll be awed by the illustrations while you cheer for the heroes and boo the villains. Check out BigHeadPress.com and sample their work online before you buy BigHeadPress.com. is free talk live take control of the airwaves bring up whatever you want the live saturday edition we're here tonight it's ian with you and meg and mark 800-259-9231 is the number you can uh, bring up anything you want 1-800-259-9231 and we invite you to our website at freetalklive.com you'll enjoy the features there completely free we've got 
uh, archives, as a matter of fact. So if you've missed a moment of the show, just go click and download. They're right there on the front page of the website, the last week's worth of the show, uh, right there at the top. And then you can click into the archives section and go all the way back as late as 2006, late 06, as a matter of fact. All of it totally free for you at freetalklive.com. So go and grab them up. And thanks to HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting. They make it easy for you to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, you can let the experts at HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com host you. If you use the web portal that we've created for you, it's HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com, you'll get your first month completely free. It's HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com. All right, so we're going to continue here. Take your phone calls about whatever you want. I believe we've got Mike in Charleston listening to WSE-FM. Hello, Mike. Mike in Charleston? Hey, guys, how you doing? Hey, hey what's on your yeah, mind today? how you doing? Go ahead. Hey, um, I am subject to, unless you're talking about laws, I am subject to a law that is uh, kind of unique, and I wanted to get your, your opinion on it. Are you familiar with EMTALA? I can't say. Any of you guys familiar? Yeah. yeah. I don't no. even, I'm not certain I heard what he said. Go ahead. EMTALA. It's the Emergency Medicine Treatment and Labor Act. Okay. I'm an emergency. I'm an emergency room physician, and I am forced by the government to take care of a person who comes into the emergency room, regardless of their ability to pay. And I, I the way I am um, compensated, I'm a, a fee-for-service doctor. So if a person doesn't pay me, mm. I don't make any money. Yeah. So basically, I have to treat people for free. Uh, under the risk of penalty by law. So the hospital isn't paying you a salary or an, on an hourly basis? You're getting paid by the job? No, I'm getting paid just like you, you know, if you go to a family practice doctor. If, I don't, if they don't pay me, I don't make any money, and they're wow. able to sue me. Which, it, it, in reality, I mean, no hospital is going to keep you there and pay you if they're losing money. So even though my relationship maybe is a little bit unique, there are thousands of doctors, ER doctors around the country that operate under the same uh, fee structure one way or another. You know, it's kind of like uh, barbers often will rent their chair uh, from a barber shop and then they get paid per haircut. And it's like the government coming up with a law that says you have to give people with uh, that need haircuts haircuts. Exactly. So how are you, I mean, so of the people that you're, you're dealing with on a daily basis, how many of them pay, how many of them don't? Uh, 30% don't pay me, ever. Wow. And, uh, and of course, you're not getting uh, – and how much of the, the bill is going to you when they are getting a bill for emergency room services? Obviously, there's other things they're paying for. Uh, under. No, the, the bill that the, the hospital gets a huge um, – their bill is huge compared to mine. So if, if somebody comes in the emergency room and their bill is $1,000 – you know, 200 of it might be mine. And so if, if somebody comes into the emergency room and, uh, say, one-fifth of the bill is yours, as you just pointed out, and they pay $200, do you get a fifth of the 200 or does it have to get to a certain point of the 1000 before you'll get paid anything? How does that work? Uh, we have a separate billing structure, billing company. I mean, our bill goes out separately. So if the, um, if the person, if the hospital gets their bill out first and the patient pays the hospital and then decides not to pay me, I get nothing. Right. Oh so it's, it's a funny situation where, you know, it's just it's just kind of luck as to which uh, which bill the patient decides to pay if they're going to pay a portion of it. Um, or right. They, well, they it, run out of money. His, his, historically, though, we know if they're a what's called a self-pay, so an uninsured patient, we collect 5%. So of the 30% of the patients that we see that have no insurance, 
we will collect 5% of our billings from that group. Now, you know, I'm one of those people, and I pay with a credit card when I go in. I mean, you know, it hasn't happened too often. Are, are, would I be included in that number? Yeah, you're the one. And it, what's one out of 20. Of the, you're the one out of 20. And if you look at a per patient, a per payment group, that group pay, that pays, pays a lot. Sure, because pay, they're making yeah. off the difference, right? right? Well, the, the, well, you, they, pay, you pay more than the average insured patient pays when you pay. It's often true. Now, some some hospitals will give you a bit of a discount in cash, especially for cash if you ask them for it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's... But we can't... That's the other thing is we can't discount below what we charge Medicare because somehow the government sees that as fraud. So I can't say to you, hey, I understand you're uninsured. I'll give you a break. I'll charge you half of what I would... Charge a Medicare patient. Well, yeah, and let's point Medicare out that uh, you have to have all kinds of office staff to uh, process Medicare and Medicaid. I mean, they have to hunt it down. They have to write in all the medical codes. They have to do all kinds of stuff. All somebody has. Yeah. I mean, you could have any teenage, uh, you know, uh, calculator monkey handle my uh, um, my my transaction. All they have to do is swipe a card and have you know give me the slip to sign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I have to say, the- as somebody who like wasn't insured while they were homeless, had to go to you know the hospital, and I worked with a lot of people afterwards that were homeless and had to use the ER. But if you make prices affordable, like even unreasonable to homeless people, but just affordable within, you know, the couple hundred dollar range, as opposed to like a thousand dollars for a visit, you're probably more likely to get paid a little bit of that lower amount. Than but he can't do amount. that. He can't yeah. choose those. Uh, well, to, but, but to we, yeah, we can't. But what do you what do you think about the fact that I am forced to work? And, get, and, and spend my time and energy on someone that I know or the government knows is not going to pay me. Well, if I don't take care of them, they can fine me and imprison me. Well, I guess I want to I want to respond with a question. How much does your eye do? Do your eyes bleed when you see a bumper sticker that says "healthcare is a human right"? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's like saying any other uh, labor. Is a human right. Now, I understand that, uh, that we hold health care very close to our hearts, but, you know, when somebody spends their, all their money on cigarettes and beer and doesn't put any aside for, you know, situations that, that life, you know, throws and, at them. And I, and I will tell you that every uninsured patient is smokes cigarettes. Hmm. Uh, all but one. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I mean, there's obviously that's a generalization, but it's, um, Common. it's amazing. Yeah. So, Mike, to answer your question, I think that the the system sucks uh, as we as we currently have it, and I think that you know people that that need health care, they I think that you know if you're sick, then it's a nice thing to be able to provide that for folks. But it would be better if we didn't have the government in the way and mandating things, so people could get help from say charity wings of hospitals. I uh, you know I agree, and I would love all I want from the government is I'd like them to say thank you and maybe give me oh a little be able to deduct that from my taxes yeah but well, i get no i get no benefit yeah they just bend you it. over they just bend you over and take advantage yeah. of you and they take advantage of everybody because health care is a human right and mm-hmm. they drive up the costs as well i think it's important to point out that the reason why it's so expensive to get health care is because of the government and because of all the the regulations and the mandates and the fda and all kinds of costs more than 50 percent of every dollar spent today and i'm not talking with the obama health care stuff today more than 50 percent of every dollar that's spent in health care is spent by the government we have a socialist system today folks Mike, any other thoughts you want to share tonight? Um, 
yeah, I'd love uh, any of your listeners who uh, haven't already read it or don't know about it to go out and read The Law by Frederick Bastier. It's a good book. Uh, I, just, I just finished reading it, and I thought it was great, and I'm going to make my kids read it, and I think it ought to be mandatory reading for every uh, government employee as well as every school-aged child. Yeah, and it's a short one, too, so it's not hard yeah. to, uh, to, to get through. 76 pages. Yeah. So. Mike, thanks for the call tonight, man. I appreciate hearing from you. I appreciate the uh, the look inside the world of the healthcare system because all you need to do to understand how messed up the system is is talk to somebody that works works within it. And they they are the amount of time they spend doing paperwork that the government mandates is just mind boggling. The amount of hours that any given doctor's office between all their spend, employees a doctor spend. won't spend nearly as much time um, on paperwork if he just operates in cash. But so many people, you know, you're talking about Medicare, which covers basically everybody who's over the age of 65 or whatever. Medicaid, which covers everybody who's poor, has kids, or, or all those things. I mean, who, who's left? Yeah, and it's the government and their regulations and their controls that Don't have gotten Don't forget the insurance here. companies, their regulations and controls. More coming up. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up what you want. This is Free Talk Live, 800-259-9231. When it comes to potential police abuse, the most important place to protect yourself is while driving. FreedomCam.net has a groundbreaking new product that gives you the best all-around protection. The The GPS GPS Black Black Box Box Dash Cam. Cam. This easy-to-use unit has video cameras recording all around and inside your vehicle. It also has a built-in microphone and GPS navigation, which records your driving route and speed. For traffic stops, accidents, and all other driving incidents, protect yourself with the ultimate witness at FreedomCam.net. This is Free Talk Live. You take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. And if you like the show, then you can support the program by shopping with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. You just enter Amazon through that link and get your shopping done. It's not too late to get something delivered before Christmas. You may have to put uh, speedy shipping on it, but nonetheless, you can likely get it to your door and still get a great price over at Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. You know them. They're the world's largest internet retailer with dozens of categories, everything from electronics to food. At Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com, when you enter through that link, Free Talk Live gets a cut of the purchase. It's the same great prices, the same great Amazon. You're just going in through our door, and they uh, will cut us uh, a portion of the purchase price. Go to Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. No additional cost to you. By the way, thank you, thank you to everyone who took the time to vote for Free Talk Live in this year's podcast awards. Uh, the the we just got the news during the break. The podcast awards have been going on since 8 o'clock Eastern time tonight, and uh, we were just given the award for the politics slash news category for the fifth time, meaning uh, we have won five years out of the six years that the podcast awards have been doing. We did, we did four years in a row. We lost last year just by a few votes from what I understand, uh, and this year we took it back, 
and our wonderful friends from the Wheels Off Liberty, our vice winners, yes. uh, Jamie and Mike from WheelsOffLiberty.com, have, uh, were there for the award ceremony. They, uh, were, I think they're still in the middle of accepting the award for us right now. Yeah, they're some kind of train wreck and, letting those guys speak. Yeah, apparently the Jamie's speech actually crashed the Ustream server, and so the, the video feed went down. That's probably good for everybody. Um, but uh, WheelsOffLiberty.com, thanks so much to uh, Mike and Jamie for stepping in for us because we had to do the show here. It would, would have been very difficult for us to, uh, to accept the award in person tonight and thank you to you uh, if you took the time to vote for us in this year's podcast awards because we won thanks to you all right so let's continue here with your thoughts your calls about whatever you want at 800-259-9231 to Stu, listening in tallahassee to wfla fm hello Stu. hi guys hey yeah i just want to tell you <clears throat> the one known as the great one attacked your radio show this week on his radio show mark levin he apparently really? think, he thinks that you guys are nothing but a streaming radio station, which he quotes is not a real radio show. <laughs> I tried desperately to call in and straighten him out. He also went in uh, at length on the subject of one of your staff having a problem with uh, at the airport in Miami. That's you, Meg. That's me. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he was not very nice. This is a guy, by the way, that coughs and blows his nose on the air. <laughs> yeah, and insults anyone. He hates uh, uh, Mr. Savage over in San Francisco, and yet those guys pretty much insult their callers and do pretty much the same thing on the air. Yeah. But anyway, I am going to continue to try and call in his show and what? straighten him out about the greatness of free talk. Live. Stu, I appreciate that. What was it that uh, that brought us about? I mean, it seems strange that he would even bother addressing us. I mean, this is a guy who, this Mark Levin character, for those that don't know, he's this criminal gangster-looking guy from New York City, and I don't think well, he I don't is know, a gangster. I, I think but, his looks really count. Right, he, He's he, a radio guy. He looks like a gangster, though. I've seen him in person. He always has this entourage following him around. And he's really ludicrous. Um, well, I think that the, the silly part is that uh, he's you know he's doing basically a Republican show and writes a book called Liberty versus Tyranny. He's and a, like he knows anything about liberty. liberty. Well, <laughs> and he's a hack uh, on top of that as well. And the 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 reason you can tell that is because his now this is like an inside thing because most people he's he's not going to talk about this on his show. Uh, but the way his show has gotten on so many radio stations. Stu is mm-hmm. they forced it down the radio station's throats. Yeah. And and the way it works is if you if a station wants Sean Hannity, and I'm no fan of Sean Hannity either, um, but he is but, the number two radio talk show in the right, uh, he's nation. A, he's a hot property, right? So if a station yeah. comes to uh, Citadel ABC radio networks and comes to them and says, Yeah, I want to take Sean Hannity's show, then the, the network says, Sure, you can have Hannity as long as you take this guy at night, Mark Levin. Yeah. And that's what they call a cram down. Yeah, it's called a cram down in the business and that's that's basically how Mark Levin has gotten on so many uh, so many radio stations. But you'd think that somebody that's on more stations in bigger markets than we are wouldn't even bother acknowledging us. So what was it that brought uh, brought about the conversation? I, apparently, he just wanted a side note to, to stretch until a commercial break. I just want to mention, this guy, I used to work in radio, maybe you can tell. Yeah, I can. And, <laughs> and, and this guy does not have a voice for radio. He talks through his nose. He yeah. looks like Dave Ramsey's evil twin. Scary-looking guy. <laughs> right, he, he sounds like this. I'm the great one. <laughs> like he's like the yeah. penguin from Batman. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Ebenezer Scrooge would sound just like that from a Dickens novel. <laughs> well, I, it would make sense if he were to comment on Free Talk Live after he brought up Meg. Was it was Meg the first part of the conversation, and then he came around to just attack us, or was he attacking no, he, us? He, he 
denounced the relevance of your program, which I'm totally offended by, and then he went into an extended issue on, on Meg's issue with Miami at the airport. And uh, anyway, I'm, I'm on you guys' side, and I'm going to continue to try and call his show and give him a piece of my mind. If you do, uh, maybe you could record it and send it over to us. That'd be awesome. Take care. Thanks, Stu. I appreciate the heads up. Mark, we must be making waves or something like that. Well, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be that way. And the Republican guys and the Democrat guys are going to have a really difficult time understanding where the heck we're coming from. Because mm-hmm. they've, they've, got, they've built their whole careers going, oh, that blue team over there, they stink. Oh, the red team, they hate your baby. You know, or whatever yeah. it is. The, you know, just the, the, the back and forth, blah, blah, blah. They don't stand for principle. Republicans they wouldn't know and Democrats in the face. are yeah. about politics. How can my party win, take as much money, shove it in our pockets as, fi- as quickly as we can, and then, you know, go about and do whatever we can and, you know, continue to, to shove money in our pockets as long as we can and screw the American people? Well, you know, Free Talk Live has answers, real hard answers. And our, uh, you know, our issues, we, we, I mean, we're consistent on the issues. Inside of consistency lives morality. Rush Limbaugh, Al Franken, these guys are not consistent with their message. They're whatever, their people, their handlers, or you know, whomever it is, the, the, the party guys say they are supposed to be. Well, I can tell you exactly how they're going to try and discredit you because it's the thing that I've gotten. Uh, you're backed by some conspiracy funders. Yeah. Like multimillionaires who are just basically domestic terrorists, right? <laughs> well, that's what they that, say. That's what I do. They do, but they do that to each other too, because uh, they'll say, "Well, George Soros or Rupert Murdoch." Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they spend a lot of time, uh, you know, saying that this guy funded and that guy funded, and you know what? Hey, <laughs> you the liberal can, media conspiracy. I live in a house <laughs> that is uh, less than a thousand square feet, and I drive a '93 Dodge Shadow. <laughs> Tell yeah. me about the the big funding that's going. I on. drive a 1996 Toyota Corolla with three. Hundred thousand yeah. miles. Your car on is it. so sweet. When you turn on the heat in the winter, it it actually heats. The I car. actually do have. Hey, heat. I you drive a Schwinn. Yeah, so yeah. Uh... <laughs> you don't have a car. <laughs> yeah. So thank you, Stu, for that. Appreciate it. it's very interesting. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. As we continue here uh, with your thoughts, your calls, and we go to I believe Marciano is with us in Texas. Marciano, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Ian, how are you doing? This is uh, Marciano from Cadden. Uh, we have the Real Grand Valley No State Project uh, going on down here. I'm not familiar with that. The Rio Grande Valley No State No, no State Project. No, I'm sorry. It's No State Project. Null. The null N U L L Null State. N O N O S T A T E. That's what I okay. thought. No yeah. State Project. Okay, so what is it? Yeah, we uh, and actually Mark Stevens came down uh, in, in November. He's going to come back in February 26th, and uh, we've already won three cases without or anything, just by asking questions. You're talking about so, court cases. Uh, three. We, we won three already. So That's you, awesome. You're using Mark Stevens' techniques of uh, of asking questions to the judge during the case? Exactly. Or is and it also, during the arraignment uh, that you're doing that? Well, two of the cases two of the cases were asking questions to the judge. And the first one, which was a parking ticket, it was uh, uh, the judge didn't want to talk to, to my friend Armando. He was just – he, he said him to the prosecutor. He was talking to the prosecutor. The prosecutor didn't even know what to answer. We have what? that recording – Go ahead. Oh, what Go ahead. were the questions? Yeah, I was going to say the recording would be great, but uh, we don't have that to play right now. So, what uh, what were the questions? Do you uh, recall? The question was 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 there is there evidence of a containing party? Uh, is there is there a corpus electi? You know. Uh, how, and so you right. got through how many questions before they threw the case out? Uh, basically, uh, he's what happened was after the prosecutor talked to uh, Armando, they went back to the judge and they said, 
well, uh, so what, what, what did Armando decide? He's going to go, he said, well, he had his uh, court date on whatever, you know, whatever date it was, I'm not sure right now, I don't remember it. And then when they went back for the arraignment, what happened was that they said that the guy, the meter guy, did not remember Armando, you know, giving him the ticket. I mean, you don't need to remember anybody on a parking ticket. That was their excuse. So they, they made an excuse and they threw the case out. Exactly, yes. Very interesting. And you've got, you've got audio or video of this? We've got audio. It, and you, can go, you can hear that at rgvnostate.com. I, I couldn't make out the first letters. What, what do they stand for? Uh, Rio Grande Valley. Rio, rgvnostate.com? Yes. Very cool, man. And hey, when you get it up, can you like put them up on a YouTube or something like that so people can easily uh, access it? Oh, yeah. The, the, the recording is already up there. It's already up there on there. Okay, fantastic. Well, I appreciate that, and uh, hopefully you can get out of there one of these days and come up here and uh, join the fun up in New Hampshire and bring your techniques up here because we definitely need more people with courtroom uh, expertise up this way. And Mark Stevens is a, is a great guy. Uh, I recommend people go to his website, markstevens.net. That's Mark with a C, markstevens.net, to learn more about his uh, techniques of uh, ba- basically get stuff thrown out of court. It's great. We're coming up. Hour three's next. A passion for service never leaves. I'm Tim Lewis, and after 22 years in the military, I became a mortgage professional, helping my fellow veterans and active duty service members secure VA home loans. Refinancing with a VA loan is a privilege earned through service, and it's my privilege to help you get there. We can help you lower your rate or consolidate debt, even if your current mortgage is not a VA loan. Go to varadio.com to learn more. That's varadio.com. I'm Tim Lewis. Thank you for your service. varadio.com is a website of iFreedom Direct Corporation, a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com or call 1-800-900-VA-LOAN. varadio.com. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the third hour of the program, and you can bring up whatever you want. Just dial in toll-free, 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features there for free. So head over there and do that. And uh, you'll find that the main feature of the site actually allows you to control the content. So if you're surfing around, you find something that you think is pretty interesting on the Internet, you submit it to our website and then other listeners can vote as to whether they like or dislike it. And the most liked will make it to the front page and the top of the website. All of it's free for you and all the various different features there. Freetalklive.com. Let's go to the phones and the fun. Jamie is on the line in Oklahoma from WheelsOffLiberty.com. Hello, Jamie. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hi, Mark. <laughs> Jamie's my biggest fan. I am. You are a dead sexy man, Mark. I feel, hey, like, y'all I feel like that that guy in Deliverance every time I talk to Jamie. <laughs> yeah, Jamie makes you feel special. <laughs> <laughs> y'all won the best political podcast with the help of Wills Off Liberty. Absolutely. We, we wouldn't have been able to do it without you. And uh, not only did you throw your votes uh, and your fans' votes behind Free Talk Live, uh, but also, you accepted the award for us tonight at the uh, the podcast awards award ceremony. Did they tell us never to participate again after you gave your speech? They did. Hey, honestly, I broke you stream with my speech. I think there was so many people anticipating 
what all I would say that was genius that Ustream actually crashed during that. And I finished it off with, and in Ian Freeman's name, we pray, amen. Oh, wow. <laughs> so what are, what are some of the other Spooky. silly things that you said? Uh, let's see. I, I told him that I had my body slathered in some Vaseline and alcohol, that I was a sound mind. I, just all kinds of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> What you kind of expect from an idiot, you know? Nobody will ever know what Free Talk Live really is about that ever listen to that. <laughs> I love it. Well, I was thinking, uh, you know, because they'd, they'd sent out this email saying, well, this is when the award ceremony is. It's 8 o'clock Eastern time on Saturday night. And I'm, oh, man, it's right in the middle of the show. And, and last year we had this weird thing set up where uh, one of the local uh, guys that helps us out behind the scenes was was in here. And he had a, he had his laptop and he was kind of watching and, and ready to, like, pass the microphone to us or something like that. I don't even remember how we had it set up. It was really slipshod. Uh, and of course, we didn't actually win. And I thought, well, I want to do something different this year. And I figured, well, since you guys were getting behind us as the vice winners, uh, that it would make the most sense for it to have you guys uh, go ahead. I mean, it's not like you're doing anything. You're just sitting around drinking tonight, right? That's all I'm doing, man. I've already drank all my Pat's Blue Ribbon. Now I'm on some Bud Light, but I'm celebrating for you guys, you know. But Did you celebrate before you accepted, too? Oh, who is this? Is that a lady? <laughs> this is Meg, They're man. so rare. What's up, Meg? Hi. All right. You guys can have your little dating uh, dating session uh, off the air. But, uh, Don't yeah. do it, Meg. <laughs> Jamie, <laughs> thanks, man. I appreciate everything you guys do. Wheelsoffliberty.com. Uh, people should go there and, and listen to your show. It's uh, not available on the radio waves because uh, you guys have a little too much fun for that. So, uh, wheelsoffliberty.com. Thanks, man. we got to go. Hey, we got to move to some other calls here, but I appreciate hearing from you. Thanks for calling in. Yes, sir. <laughs> Thanks for calling in. <laughs> Meg, you'll catch anthrax or trichinosis or something, I swear. All right, 800-259-9231. Let's go to Austin, listening in Charleston to WSC-FM. Hello, Austin. Oh, hello, gentlemen. How are y'all today? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Well, I tell you what, I'm so glad to have you guys back on the air. You see, football season is uh Oh, that's right. We're preempted. Y'all uh, preempted all the time because they have to have a three-and-a-half-hour uh, rehash of the game. They won't tell really? us ever. Oh, I didn't even know that. Did you know, by the way, thank you, for, um, by the way, to our listeners in Charleston for making us number one on Saturday nights, yeah. which is pretty awesome. I mean, just bunch of Saturday nights, <laughs> number one on the station. No, that's uh, WXNT in Indianapolis. You've got to keep oh, things straight, Mark. Sorry. Uh, but uh, we are number one on Saturday nights in, uh, in, in Charleston, and it's thanks to well, listeners that, like uh, you. As, you. as you said, you, uh, you really educated me. Uh, I've wanted to apply to Charleston. Uh, my, as far as I'm concerned... Uh, Charleston, my, uh, the whole the whole radio system, uh, as far as talk uh, radio goes, mm-hmm. might as well be shut off the air. Why? Uh, well, I'll tell you something. It's nothing but the same old Republicans good, Democrats bad. Mm-hmm. From, uh, let's see, what time does that start? Oh, 6 a.m. Yep. in the morning. <laughs> yes. Oh, indeed, it does. Uh, 6 a.m. until 10 o'clock at night, there is, uh, from, there's a three hour interlude, uh, uh, with, uh, Jim Bohannon on the AM station. You guys are on the FM. Yeah, Jim Bohannon, he's kind of, what does he call himself? A populist? I well, think. Jim, I tell you what, uh, Jim's a very, very smart guy. Yeah. Uh, Jim, uh, well, he's he's like you guys. He will let people, uh, intelligent people, call in and talk. Oh, we'll let dumb people call in and talk too. We don't care. Oh, absolutely, I do appreciate yeah. that. But anyway, <laughs> well, we just had, we just hung up the phone with Jamie from Wheels Off Liberty, oh. and it's proof. Oh, anyway, uh, I, I love was that guy. Listening, uh, 
I think it was yesterday morning. I think it was a rehash or a repeat. Uh, they had the public information officer from the Charleston Police Department uh, discussing when and how people may carry guns in their cars and on their person. And uh, they said that, obviously, if you were one of the chosen, you could carry a gun uh, uh, on your body, uh, hidden from view. Right, but you have to beg permission from the government bureaucrats. In oh, indeed. Uh, indeed, you do. That's what uh, bites me in the in rear end from the uh, these people, these dummies that call in and say, oh, we are our Second Amendment rights. Son, your Second Amendment rights were done away with in the 30s. What are you talking about? <laughs> Absolutely. You don't have a right if you have to beg permission in order to exercise no, it. That's that a, makes it a privilege. privilege. You're absolutely right. And thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you, and I'm glad you, uh, I'm glad you appreciate the show. It certainly is not like the rest of the, the talk radio universe out there, and I think that the, the numbers are reflecting that uh, in people tuning in and making a point of tuning in for Free Talk Live. So thank you. And if you're, of, uh, if you're on one of those stations that just takes the Saturday show, like WSC does in Charleston, take a moment and give the program director a call next week and tell him thank you for airing Free Talk Live and then ask for the weekday show because we do this six nights a week and uh, and they could carry as much of it as they would like. So thank you for doing that. And he's absolutely right, though, about on the, on the gun issue. Yeah. It is a it is if it is a right, you exercise your rights. You don't just go and beg permission. You don't you don't kneel down. You don't fill out uh, triplicate forms. Right. You don't send in you money. The, you have the right to carry a pistol in your waistband or you don't. And you don't need a piece of paper from the government saying that you do. Now, you know, it's, it, I mean, that's, that's just obvious. You're, you're not attenuating rights. You either have the right to do it or you're not. You're right to do it or you're not. You know, I remember uh, when I was living down in Florida where you are allowed, if you beg permission, to carry a weapon. I remember looking into it as a young, uh, young man, you know, tur- just turned 21 or whatever. Maybe I was 18, but... I don't know what the legal age is down there, but I was looking into like what does it take? Because I was raised in a, a gun-friendly family. It, my, my dad wasn't a gun nut, but he had a few, and we'd gone to the range a few times, so I was familiar enough with uh, with firearms. And and I'd been given a, a, a handgun for my twenty-first birthday, and so I thought, well, you know, maybe I need to go and get uh, one of these g- gun carry permits because that's what a good law-abiding citizen does, and I don't want to break the law now. And uh, so I went and I looked into it, and there was like this packet full. Of uh, paperwork, just you—you'd have to go down to the police department. They give you this huge packet full of forms or whatever the heck was in there. And I just took a look at that packet and I was like, "Screw this! Got no interest. I'll just put the damn gun in my pocket. I don't care." You know, the old tried by uh, six or carried carried by six versus tried by twelve or something like that. I'd rather be tried by twelve than carried by six. Yeah, that's right. the one. So screw the laws. Just uh, you know, do what you need to do to protect yourself and worry worry about it later if you get caught. That's what I say. Well, or I move think- to New Hampshire where it's a shall issue. You still they still want you to beg around here, but isn't it just a violation in New Hampshire if you get caught carrying concealed? It is, but there's always like you know if you have a prior arrest on your record or. You know, if it's a pullover, you know, and you ran a stop sign situation, it could elevate the situation much, much worse. Of course, there are also uh, Vermont and Alaska where they have no restrictions whatsoever and also have the lowest uh, gun crime. Yeah, Vermont can, and Alaska. Can, you, can yeah. you believe it? Yeah. 1-800-259-9231. Uh, we can continue here. We'll continue to take your thoughts, your calls. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. That's why we call the show Free Talk Live. And no, it's not like those Republican or Democrat shows out there. 
800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. More coming up here in moments with uh, Ian, Mark, and Meg. This is Free Talk Live's live Saturday edition. 800-259-9231. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Sign up at hostgator.freetalklive.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. It is the live Saturday edition. The toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. And we invite you to our website where you'll find a lot of features free, including uh, the Shrine of Female listeners. You can go to shrine.freetalklive.com, see the dozens of ladies that have taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing that they are listeners of the program. You can go to shrine.freetalklive.com to experience that. And if you're a lady listener, get details on how to become part of the Shrine, shrine.freetalklive.com. So how does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me? This cruise isn't just a convention on the water. It's an unconference where you're, we're going to have speeches and debates and that kind of thing. But it's also what you want to make of it. The boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, a lot more. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey in November 2011, but you need to reserve your berth now because the prices are as low as $535 and they're likely going to go up. There's no guarantee these births are going to be there at any uh, when when you're ready to buy. So go to cruise.freetalklive.com. Do it today, cruise.freetalklive.com. All right, 800-259-9231. By the way, uh, Meg is here with us tonight and she is the proprietor over at uh, libertyflare.com. Yep. So what is Liberty Flare? Uh, just one-inch buttons with liberty-minded either images or words on them so that you can get out the message of liberty just by putting one on your bag. And they're you get a really, conversation started. Yeah, they're really cheap, uh, really easy to start conversations with after that, and really easy way to spread liberty. So you can go to libertyflare.com. You can see various different ones. Some of them support organizations, liberty-oriented organizations, and a portion of the profits actually end up going yeah. to benefit those organizations. Yeah, 50% of all of our sponsors get... Uh, you know, their payment through that. And it's a good way to, you know, help out different organizations and spread the message of liberty. So. Absolutely. Win, win, and win because it's helping you as well. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> libertyflare.com, get on over there and uh, place an order for some great flair. As we continue uh, here with your thoughts, your calls about anything, Anthony's on the line listening to KGOE in Eureka on the West Coast. Hey, Anthony. Happy holiday, uh, a gentleman and lady, uh, a gentlewoman uh, analyst. <laughs> Let me talk about two things. One, the private prisons, and two, about the uh, basic causation of the uh, police brutality. All right. Michelle Alexander, in her book, uh, she's a lawyer, professor of law, The New Jim Crow, dot, dot, Mass Imprisonment in the Age of Colorblindness, explicates why, I mean, how conservative Republicans and police are filling up these privatized, these privatized prisons in rural towns, without any other sources of employment, because the manufacturing jobs have been shipped overseas. And they're filling them up mostly with people of a color, blacks mm-hmm. and Hispanics, the new Jim Crow. And thus, the jobs and pensions of the prison guards are guaranteed for life. 
And note that the prison guards is the largest and absolute uh, and most powerful union in California. Hmm. She calls this human trafficking. So yeah, that's well, my first comment. There's no doubt about it. Uh, I mean, if it weren't for the war on drugs, the prison complex would not be expanding. They need to build new prisons in order to put pot smokers in there and, and uh, other people that like to use chemicals. And, of course, they haven't hurt anybody. You're absolutely right. Most of it, indeed, is nonviolent marijuana uh, arrest. Yeah, the bulk of it is marijuana. It's approximately marijuana accounts for just about fifty percent or more of the uh, the drug user arrests on a on a yearly basis. It's, it's about eight hundred thousand people a year. Eight hundred thousand of our brothers and sisters and and uh, and friends and family members. Now the second the second thing is about what's causing this. I would refer your readers to to look to Google uh, uh, political tonerology. P O N. E-R-O-L-O-G-Y. The book is called Political Ponerology, dot, dot, A Science on the Nature of Evil Adjusted for Political Purposes. Another book is called... And what would one learn from this? I mean, just before you go on with the book recommendations, what would one learn from that? Yeah. Uh, It talks about how the neocons, and they specifically reference Bush and Cheney, Oh, they don't have a conscience. They're psychopaths. They're sociopaths. And, you know that's and the point at which I that's that's the point at which I would you know agree but also disagree in that yeah clearly those people are psychopaths and sociopaths but so are the Democrats the Republicans and Democrats have worked together uh, for decades enforcing this insane war on drugs it's not like the Democrats have uh, gotten into power and have flipped things around or done anything to decriminalize anything I mean if you look at uh, if you look at Barack Obama and right after he was elected they put up this website where people could go and they could ask a question of uh, Barack Obama and then they could vote on which questions they would want to, to hear answered. And the, the number one question was in regards to decriminalization of marijuana. I mean, you've got a man who has admitted to smoking it in the past uh, as a president now, and he's not saying he just inhaled. He's admitted or you know, that he didn't inhale, that he, he has smoked marijuana in the past. And so despite the overwhelming concern by Americans online that, that submitted their questions to this particular poll and voted in this poll – they asked the question, and marijuana was the number one question, so it was asked and it was answered, and basically he just kicked it right back in people's faces and said, yeah, there's no, the Obama administration has no intention of, uh, of rolling back the war on marijuana. And so to, to just blame the conservatives in this is, is really partisan and unfair. Yeah, and it, also there was that huge thing where he said that you know the federal administration wouldn't go after the dispensaries in California anymore, and about a week after he said that, they, they were did just, anyway. Yeah, they were just defiling the whole name. So they're all sociopaths. And thank you, Anthony, for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. I mean, the power attracts that. It's a position of power that attracts psychos. Absolutely. I mean, if you create the, 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 the city that has all the power of the world in it, where do you think the people, the, the, ego, the megalomaniacs, the maniacal uh, people that wish to control the world, where do you think they're going to go? Yeah, and when you vote, you're voting between sociopath A or sociopath with R by their name, and then the sociopath with a D by their name. And, and if they differ at all, it's just in the ways that they want to uh, institute more controls over people's lives.
But we've seen that they both generally support the war on drugs and would uh, would never take a position against it. It's very rare. In fact, if you want, you know, to, if you want to make it partisan, which is silly to do, Ron Paul's a so-called Republican. Of course, he has nothing in common with the rest of the Republican Party. Uh, but Ron Paul understands that uh, ending the war on drugs would be one of the best things that could happen to uh, to this country. And there's probably a couple of Democrats that would agree with that statement. Bernie Sanders probably, I but he's a Mike socialist. Ran, ran on that. Yeah, he's a socialist. So uh, 800-259-9231. We continue. George is listening in Indian Shores, Florida. I think that's the Tampa Bay region because it's WFLA. Hello, uh, George. Yes, how are you doing? Hey, great. What's on your mind tonight? I'm a physician. I heard part of your conversation with the other emergency doctor about medical practice and the cost and effectiveness and government restrictions. And I just wanted to give your listeners an alternative that uh, many uh, doctors are looking into, and that is opting out of Medicare and then starting a practice that has no government or private insurance involvement whatsoever. A cash-only do- cash doctor. cash-only practice. And you probably heard of it from a reverse side where they have these concierge practices that attend only to wealthy. And I'm talking about something very different. No, what something where you wouldn't have to deal with all the bureaucracy and you can lower your exactly. costs. You don't need as much office staff and you can pass those costs on to the savings on to the consumer. Yeah, that's what I go to in Manchester. It's like 80 bucks a visit and the guy's wife is exactly. the secretary. And it's great. We, we, exactly. We get you know blood work for 20 bucks, the same blood work you'd get at the National Labs for uh, $300. We get x-rays for $20. We get MRIs for $200. Is there any kind of an association of those doctors to where you could go somewhere like a website and find out where they are? Or is it all just yeah, word of mouth? There may be, but right now it's word of mouth. But it is successful. I'm opening up my second clinic in three years doing the same thing. That is fantastic, yeah, George. More than one way to skin a cat. Stay Come up to New Hampshire, please. Yeah, get on up here. <laughs> appreciate hearing from you tonight. Cat's getting. That's a surgeon joke. More coming up. You can take control and bring up anything. Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. We invite you to take control of these airwaves at 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. You'll find that there are a lot of features there, and we give them all away. The webcam is one of them. You can watch, you can listen, and chat, because the chat room is built into the same page as the webcam. Go to cam.freetalklive.com to see that, experience it, and get involved. cam.freetalklive.com. Thanks to Memory Dealers. Yeah, Memory Dealers is, uh, brings you the cam at cam.freetalklive.com. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers that are 100% compatible with all the major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP. But they're up to 99% off of list price. You can't get rates like that anywhere. Memory dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Go check them out. They're in stock, ready to ship via overnight delivery, memorydealers.com. All right, we continue with your phone calls about what you want, and we'll go to, I believe Jimmy is listening in Tallahassee to WFLAFM. Hello, Jimmy. Oh, hey, how are you doing tonight? Just super. What's on your mind? Well, I just want where to, you, where do you guys live at? New Hampshire or somewhere like that? Yep, somewhere just yep, like that's New right. Hampshire. We're in beautiful Keene, New Hampshire. And are there any kind of restrictions? To, to where you guys live? Restrictions regarding I mean, what? Uh, anything. 
I oh, mean, oh, yes. Unfortunately, yes. Uh, we still have governments here, and they still have stupid uh, laws and rules that people uh, are demanded to follow. But New Hampshire is probably the freest of the 50 states. Not just probably. It's been rated. And then, like, but, like, do you have, like, a homeowners association within the little place where you guys live that... It has bylaws and guidelines that you nah. have to adhere to. Those those exist, but not in the neighborhood I live in. I got eleven wooded acres. No, nah, I don't have neighbors. Yeah, you could you could get into one of those homeowners associations in some neighborhoods, but not uh, not the not the neighborhood I live in. I live in uh, downtown Keene. Okay. Well, I was I was just curious because I mean, to live in a place that has no restrictions on you whatsoever would would be a a nice thing. I, I guess maybe utopia, if you will. <laughs> it sure would. Well, That's why I moved here, because look, I want to seek that out. I want to want to get together with other like-minded, liberty-oriented people and actually make uh, as, as few restrictions as possible to repeal all this stupid crap and uh, get the government out of our lives. Although I would like to clarify that I would like to live under my own personal restrictions. Like, you know, I wouldn't want to government. Hurt somebody. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't want government coming down on me, but I would you know, want to make up my own rules and have people live but, by right, those. But so, but in in saying that, aren't you aren't you saying? That, I mean, you you want to be the government? So no, of my own of place. The government we have of my own place. Like instead of having you know a city government, Sovereign. yeah, just have like you know in my room, your shoes have to be off or you know little things like that. Yeah, that's private right, so, property. That's so, having yeah. a rule for private property versus uh, being government means trying to control other people's lives. I'm not interested in that. Yeah, I just didn't want to throw the but, no but rules out control, there. You are controlling other people's lives because you said to come into your house, I have to take my shoes off. Well, well then don't come into my house. Right, right. <laughs> right. So so my point is that that what it, in, in your way of thinking, we can't be a country a nation, a society, because we all have our own interpretations of what utopia is. So we would have to have 300 million city-states that we all rule and and have control over. And any time you come into mine and I you don't accept mine, then I have to protect mine. Yeah, that's not right. I have to lower my standard and allow you in. It's, it doesn't sound too far from the truth, but, um, you know, if, if big government's good, then why don't we have the same government to cover the globe? Well, if, if some people have their way, and I heard you talk about all people in Washington are megalomaniacs or, or psychopaths. The, the vast majority. Vast or or all, the, all these different things. And, and some would have you believe that that is the goal, is to have one world government, that all the standards would be the same. And everybody would adhere to that standard. What do you want to see, Jimmy? What do I want to see? I, yeah. I want to see the world at peace. I want to. I Me want to too. See, yeah, good plan. And, but now well, I'd, I'd like to make and, a point and, here. And, but, but but I think but I think there's different ways to achieve that peace. No, you can't and, have peace and, by threatening people, Jimmy. And you can't. No, I'm not, I'm not saying that you should. If you let me finish, how okay. I think we could have peace. The, 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 I happen to be a born-again Christian, okay. and, and, and the Bible says the first commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, and all your strength. Okay. And the second is to love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. If, we, if we could get to the point where we could respect each other, realize that, that black, white, yellow, green, blue, what color, race, gender, 
all that, put that aside, and realize that we're all human beings made in the image of God, we could we could respect each other, and we could allow the differences among us to to um, better us. I not, like pretty much everything about what you said there. I, I mean, I agree generally with uh, everything you said. I'm not a born again Christian or anything like that. Yeah, uh, I don't like green people. I'm a I'm a Quaker, but uh, you know, I'm 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 on board with uh, with loving everybody and 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 acknowledging that humans are humans, regardless of what plot of land they're born on. That uh, people born on one plot of land are not better than uh, others born on a different plot of land, etc. I like that. But this um, but this right. idea that you want peace, and I I you know, often people will say this, and I want peace too. But what I think is important uh, to understand is let's you know let's say that uh, the the you know the folk the Christian folks in charge decide gambling's bad. And if I open a casino and they come and shut me down, they're not going to do it by asking. Do you understand? No, well, the, the, to see, the, it, as, as, as a born-again Christian, from that perspective, okay, my, my goal is not to restrict your behavior. My goal is to express to you, through peaceful means, what I think proper behavior is. And then it's, it's your choice to behave however it is you want to believe. You sound to me yeah. like a good a good kind of Christian, like not one of the Pharisee Christians that's trying to control people's behavior and trying to put down mandates and and uh, behavioral modifications and laws. And, and uh, you're the kind of Christian I can get I can really get along with. And we've got a number of people like that uh, up here in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. People who love liberty, people who are basically of the viewpoint that I'm hearing you express. Uh, people that understand that in order to be free, you have to allow others to be free. That uh, that uh, freedom means being able to live your life, and make choices, and uh, not have somebody else try to tell you what to do, or, or you know, extract money from you by force, and all of that. Uh, if you understand right. all that, then go to freestateproject.org and learn about the movement of thousands of like-minded, liberty-oriented people of all different religious uh, belief systems that are coming here and getting active uh, to achieve that liberty in our lifetime. I think you might find that very interesting. And I thank you for the call tonight. That's again freestateproject.org. That's why the three of us are here. Mark, you and I came from uh, as far away as Florida. We were born on the sun coast of Florida. Uh, Meg, you were born out in Oregon. You came all the way over here. People are coming from all over the world, as a matter of fact, here to New Hampshire, because it's time to get people that understand liberty together so we can be concentrated and we can, ha- and we can make a difference. We can make an impact, whereas if we're all spread out all across the country, as most liberty-minded people currently are, the, the amount of impact you can have is very limited. So freestateproject.org. Let's continue with your calls. David is listening in Tallahassee, also to WFLA-FM. Hello, David. Hi. Um, I enjoy your program. I'm glad you guys Thank are you. here. Um, I'm a citizen, a voter, a taxpayer, and a veteran. Uh, and, and by the way, just on this quick subject of um, hemp and cannabis and marijuana, if, uh, if you grew hemp in this country as an agricultural crop, it would truly rejuvenate and revolutionize the American the entire agri- agribusiness of America. It's an amazing crop, no doubt about it. And uh, and if you're 21 and you want to smoke pot, I don't care, and the government needs to get the hell out of there. Um, well, I was 18 and 17 and 16 when I was smoking pot, too. Yeah, and I, I was going to say, well, the 17-year-olds are very depressed by that. <laughs> I, I don't think my uh, my life would have been made any better having to spend uh, time in a, in a cage as a result. Yeah, but if you're going to see legalization, you're going to see it for the people that are allowed to drink alcohol. Well, I... I 
I'm not just saying there, there needs to be some social responsibility there, and I'm not in favor of kids smoking pot or drinking alcohol or using drugs, whatever. Well, I understand uh, there's a difference between being not in favor of something and locking them in a cage if they, uh, if they do it, right? So you can be against uh, something, but you can also allow people to make mistakes and make, uh, make choices for themselves. I know you had something else you wanted to say. I'll bring it back here in a moment, so if you want, hang on. Uh, more with David and your calls as well. If we can sneak them in here at 800-259-9231, the final segment is coming up in moments. We wouldn't be where we are without our amplifiers. Their $3 per month helps us spread Free Talk Live and gets them access to perks at amp.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live, you can bring up what you want by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. I don't know why I even gave that out. We're pretty much loaded up with phone calls here for this remaining segment. And uh, uh, tonight, it's Ian here with you. And Meg. And Mark. We'd like to invite you to our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features. They're totally free. If you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, go to promote.freetalklive.com and get a whole list of things that you can do there to help get Free Talk Live on more radio stations or into more ears on the internet. Go to promote.freetalklive.com. Also, when you go to freetalklive.com, the uh, top banner on the right-hand side of the page is SACL CAI. They're one of our longest uh, advertisers. Uh, they've, they've been sponsoring the show because they really believe in the ideas of liberty. And if you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of accounts receivable, they're the ones for you. They handle collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. They, uh, their employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. It's SACL CAI. All right, we have been all over the map here tonight. Still have uh, time for your thoughts. Let's go to David listening in Tallahassee. Still, I think you're still with us. David, are you there? I'm here, and I appreciate you holding me over. i got yeah. a problem with the uh, two-party system in this country. Mm-hmm. There is absolutely nothing in the United States Constitution about Democrats or Republicans. And uh, people are locked into that mindset, and it's really stupid and foolish, and it's uh, contrary to the to the cause of liberty in this country. It, sure does, it, not serve the, it does not serve us well. Uh, we've excluded other political parties on a practical basis for years and years and years. You know, the, the Democrats and the Republicans both are guilty. I, I certainly like the, uh, the the movement of the independents, the no party affiliation, uh, the Tea Party, the Libertarians. I think they're all good, and and I'd like to I'd like to see that that move those movements grow. Man, me too. I was an activist in the Libertarian Party for many years down in Sarasota, Florida, and and that's when I learned that. There's, it's really impossible. I mean, it's almost impossible for them to ever get a foothold for multiple reasons. Number one, the Republicans and Democrats have created the system to make it near impossible for the third parties to get any kind of traction. Uh, they make it near impossible to get into a debate. They make it very difficult to get on uh, ballots, very expensive, very time-consuming for these guys to do it. And then, of course, uh, the media does their best to keep them out of uh, any kind. If they actually do get on the ballot, the media kind of goes along with the program and ignores them as much as they possibly can to keep the ideas out of uh, public discussion. Uh, once you get past all that, if, a lib- say, the libertarians, for instance, start to gain traction, then all of that will happen is they'll be, they'll be essentially infiltrated, as they have been, by the, the, the political yeah. operatives from the Republicans and Democrats. And it's basically the Libertarian Party today, at the national level at least, the local guys are still not, not so bad off, but the national level uh, party has been infiltrated uh, by these Republican light characters, and they don't, they're not even close to the, the party that I joined a decade ago. And so I quit publicly two years ago because it's just 
it's so frustrating. Yeah, I think all the smaller ones, I mean, the only way they ever get recognition is through compromise. You know, they have to compromise as much of their values as they can to bring in people and it and it, it just doesn't destroys work. it. You know? and, and it doesn't work. They tried this with Bob Barr. Uh, who, do, did you even know that Bob Barr was the presidential candidate for the Libertarians in 08? Yeah, yeah. And it was a failure that what they tried to do with Bob Barr was bring in this guy, exactly what Meg said. They bring in this guy that's a little more mainstream. Was he a senator? No, he was a rep from Georgia. He was a little more mainstream. And, uh, you know, he he was now a libertarian. This is the same drug warrior Bob Barr. Oh, yeah, the guy who signed the Patriot Act, too. Right. Uh, And so they bring him in there. And I don't doubt that he's changed. People change. I, I can give them credit for that. But if you're going to be the Libertarian Party, the supposed party of principle, and you're going to run a presidential candidate, you want to put your best foot forward. You want to put somebody forward that understands the principles of liberty, not this, you know, half-assed Bob Barr who's coming out and, you know, not really that uh, principled on anything. But they figured if they watered down their message that they would get more votes. And it turned out that wasn't true. Uh, despite all the internet and the 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 easy uh, the ease of communication these days and the ability for Bob Barr to get his name out there and the already recognition that his name has and carried along with it, he barely did better than Harry Brown, the Libertarian Party presidential candidate that actually was a libertarian back in the year 2000. And Harry Brown didn't have blogs, he didn't have YouTube, he didn't have you know all of the tools that uh, Bob Barr and he certainly didn't have the name recognition. Yeah, so, they effectively just took the Libertarian Party, handed it over to like the fringe Republicans and alienated the entire party that they had and did not gain hardly anything as far as votes are concerned and so i wish i had a the solution to me is not political parties but uh, but concentration of uh, of activism of people that let that of love free liberty people yeah and that's why i moved here to new hampshire as part of the free state project david thanks for the, uh, the call and the thoughts tonight i appreciate it let's talk to livewire in new orleans you're on free talk live hello livewire livewire in hey. new orleans hear a noise hey i I wanted to say Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. It feels so, thank you. It's it's so refreshing to still be able to say that on the amplitude modulation airways all across America. Uh, there are some people who get offended by such words, but uh, as far as I'm concerned, that's their problem. They'll just have to get over it. All right. Was that all you had for us? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Oh, well, maybe with the coming new year, also that there is still uh, officially a boycott on the Kellogg's Corporation because. For what? They've just nev- they've never gotten their act together as far as uh, apologizing to the uh, eight-time gold medalist oh, yeah. uh, Michael Phelps mm. for, uh, for for dis- disrespecting that individual. I totally understand, oh, they, but I love Pop Tarts, so I, I can't do that. <laughs> you know, they have well, the store brand Pop Tarts. Yeah, the oh, those are awful. No, they're not all that bad. They're not all that. Bad. It, it depends, depends on the, the brand. Store. Yeah, if I could store. afford toaster strudels, I'd go that way. But I'm sorry. I'd also like an apology from Kellogg's uh, for coming out against uh, uh, self pleasuring as well. Oh, yeah. I think that's a problem. Are you talking too. about from years ago? With yeah, the, you know the guy who founded the company, right? From yeah, John Kellogg silly. or whatever his name is. That's just nuts. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Of course, you're talking about the the Phelps when he was caught with the bong. Yeah. And they pulled their sponsorship of him. That's what he's referencing. <sighs> As we continue Jay, uh, uh, into Alaska, where Jeremy is on the line. Jeremy, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hey. Hi, this is actually Q calling from Yucca Valley, California. Well, that's All why right. I don't know why they thought you were Jeremy in Alaska, but go ahead, that's, Q. That's okay. Alaska's a cool, well, actually, Sarah Palin, never mind. Okay, um, I was calling because uh, as an African-American, I represent the Crispus Attic Society, which is a movement of African and black men uh, concerned with the liberties and freedoms in our country as they're being uh, encroached upon as well. Mm-hmm. 
However, what comes up often in our discussions is the fine line that seems to exist between uh, the ideology of liberty in this country and uh, the history of uh, treatment of uh, black people and, and people of color in this country in general. Uh, and so I'm curious as to uh, some of perspectives of other liber- of other liberty seekers and libertarians. I myself am a libertarian. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as uh, the African American and Black movement uh, within the liberty movement, it's it's very small and it needs to get larger. Bring more, Q. Bring more. Yeah, please do whatever you well, can. We're trying. We're <laughs> trying. The Christmas act, uh, the Christmas attic society. Uh, Dot info is where you can find information on our organization. Can and, you spell uh, Crispus Addicts, please? Yes, C-R-I-S-P-U-S-A-T-T-U-C-K-S. Uh, that's the Crispus Addicts Society. I know, I've heard that name yeah. before. Crispus Addicts well, was Crispus a great Attic, patriot. Yes, Go ahead. Yes, actually, he was the first. Actually, many would say among the first uh, patriots, among himself and Prince Hall, for example. But uh, specifically, Crispus Addicts was a black man, uh, the first man shot uh, at the beginning of the Revolutionary War. Uh, and uh, we also have a bit of a time attracting other black men, and some of the values that we do propagate are uh, family, responsibility, and uh, the most important part of our movement that we're finding is that we must be uh, open to all religions. I myself am a Buddhist. However, I do. Uh, there are many Christians in our organizations. No, sure. And what we need to communicate is that this, the issues that we are facing uh, are irrespective of religious background or political party affiliation. Absolutely. You know what, Q, I would love to get dig further into this issue as yeah. to you know, bringing uh, people from the black community into the liberty movement, movement and the Let's challenges. Let's have a dialogue about it in the future. Uh, please call us uh, you know, during our weekday show, maybe at the top of the show, and let's, di- let's dig in deep into this. Because uh, I'd love to have more uh, folks, especially up here in New Hampshire, but more in general across the entire movement. The, the movement is full of a bunch of white dudes. And right. uh, we need more women, we need more uh, more blacks, more Hispanics, more everybody else uh, to, to come on board, especially to move up here to New Hampshire, where I think there are about 10 black people in this, uh, this Yeah, town. I was actually going to go to Keene University. That's so funny. Oh, uh, that'd be great. Hey, thanks yeah, for the call, Q. I just want to say, as a last, uh, quick, last quick. bit of a second, you know, we're out here. We're listening to the Alex Jones. We're listening to you guys. We're listening to uh, the various people. And very soon you're going to hear some of our podcasts coming Great. out. That's and fantastic. we're going to form this network. Thank, thank you. you. I'm looking forward to hearing about it. So keep us in the loop. And thank you for the call, Q. I appreciate it. Uh, Brett is here from copblock.org to wrap things out here. Brett, you got the final thoughts here on the show tonight. Oh, uh, yeah. I would guess uh, just to make it short, I thought it would just see what uh, you guys thought about um, just using public roads of that. Uh, makes you subject to public laws. Well, you're forced to pay for them. I, I don't know that it makes you subject to anything. I mean, they're going to they're going to enforce them upon you. Um, you know, I mean, I, I don't see how you're going to live life without using public roads. If enough people stop paying the tickets, then you won't be subject to anything anymore. We just need people to stop well, obeying. Take the cases stuff. to court, right? That's what I mean. Go and non-cooperate and clog the court system up, and they'll stop handing them out. We'll see you on Monday night. FreeTalkLive.com. Welcome to Living Healthy Naturally with information and advice on how to improve your health and wellness with natural remedies and nutritional healing. Here's renowned naturopathic doctor and certified nutritionist, Dr. Lindsay Duncan. Just like you, I don't want to look older than I am. One of the primary causes of premature aging is that people are not getting enough lubrication for their skin. When your skin isn't getting proper lubrication, it shows signs of aging. 
fine lines and wrinkles get more pronounced and you begin to show signs of damage. One of the best ways to lubricate your skin is to start with your intestinal tract. Omega fatty acids are vital for the proper functioning of every cell in your body, and that lubricates your skin. The acai berry from Brazil is a fantastic source of omega fatty acids. Genesis Today has created a great tasting juice that contains plenty of acai berries that will ensure you get the proper amounts of omega fatty acids in your diet. Acai berry juice tastes fantastic and it's packed with excellent nutrients like omega fatty acids and the antioxidant vitamin C that will help keep you looking youthful and vibrant. Drink a glass of acai berry juice any time of the day and keep your skin looking young and healthy. To learn more about living healthy, naturally, and acai berry juice, please visit genesistoday.com. Acai berry juice is available in the refrigerated section next to the OJ at all Walmart, Sam's Club, and Super Target locations.